probably be dead. It's The Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Well, welcome to The Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Another day of Rock 106.9's double payday workday. Here's how it works. Every single hour from 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, we hook you up with $1,000. Your next opportunity right around the corner. Joined every morning by Matthew Fantone. Buddy, how are you? Uh, I'm not going to complain at all, dude. It's hump day. Nope. Halfway through it, feeling good about life. Nice. Uh, yeah, I uh, I actually will tell you, though, that I had a little bit of a dream about the show last night. Oh, God. Uh, dude, I'm not a dreamer at all. It's very, very rare that I remember my dreams. And usually, Go you know, to bed sober. People, uh, people, people will be like, oh, you don't dream about work? I dream about work all the time. And that's never been a thing for me. But last night, I don't know what was said, but it was you and I in this room. And I don't know what was said. Well, thank God. But something that we had to dump out of was said. And I was pressing the button, and nothing was happening. And I was pressing the button, and I woke up in this like panic, like, oh my God, dude. And it's like, no, dude, everything's fine. It's, it's, it's 12:30 at night. Like, there's nothing going on. There's no radio show. You're gonna be fine. But like, I, I, I woke up in that panic, wow. that panic, like me feeling of like, oh my God, I'm gonna lose my job. I, I know I'm gonna lose my job. So hopefully that's not a uh, an indicator of things to come. No, today. that would be a shot in the foot. <laughs> no, that would totally be a shot in the foot. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Dump yeah. button doesn't work, man. That's uh, yeah, that, that 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 would that would be a tailspin. That's our last line of defense of our jobs. Like that is how we stay employed around here. Is is, is the ability. It's a button. Is the ability to dump out 15 seconds early. Think about the bad luck we've had with things working properly in this room. Like, <laughs> think about that. I know. Like, we were panicking this morning that one of the computers that I use might not work. Uh, now, it's working right yeah, we now. we got it going. You know what I mean? we got we, we got to turn around. Everything's going to be all right. But, yeah, I mean, think about yeah. that. And whether, oh. it was, whether it was the microphone falling off of the stand for, like, two years or, that was or fun. The, computers, Remember that? the computers that didn't that work for 100 days or, or one of the million other things that uh, that has gone wrong for us, uh, the dump button could be one of them. And like I said, man, I just woke up feeling like I got fired. Well, 12.30 at night, cold sweat. My girlfriend's like, babe, is everything okay? And I'm like, no, we just lost our like, what are we gonna do? I think maybe it's because you want to be fired. Maybe. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, no. 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 Hear right. me out. I think maybe you want to be fired because not only are we giving away a thousand dollars every hour. Yeah. You're not eligible for that because you work. No, I'm not. I need but that. Thousand the bucks. bigger prize for you. And I just got this email last night from the boss. Apparently, right now, if you go to wrqk.com, you can win a 2017 Cavs postseason pass. As far okay. as they go. You go. Oh. So you get a pair of tickets for every home playoff and NBA finals game the Cavs are in. All you got to do is just go to WRQK.com, get uh, signed up there. That's a good prize pack. That's right there, pretty dude. cool. And for <laughs> you, that's way better. Well, honestly, for most people, that's better than $1,000. 1000 I mean, you, do, you start throwing like the value of those tickets around, and yeah. obviously, you know, they're your tickets. You do what you want with them. But like, you, you going to those games would cost you well over $1,000. Absolutely. That's, that's huge, man. That's a great prize package. Yeah, so that's online. And I can't win that. No, you Son cannot win bitch, that. Dude. So maybe that's part of what's going on. F this dumb button. So I'm on a mission today. What do you got going on? I'm on a mission today. All right. Stansberry, he's uh, he's zoned in. What do you got? I'm going all Elmer Fudd. Okay. I'm going milk thief hunting. <laughs> oh. I know I am. I'm going milk thief oh, okay. hunting. Okay. All right. All I right. brought a gallon of milk in. All right. And, and somebody has been stealing my milk here, and I know what it is. It's the coffee's bad, and they're trying to make their coffee taste better. Totally get it, but right. it's still... Well, right. it's theft, and I don't like it. And, you know, I, I mean, granted, now we, we get to work at 5 o'clock in the morning, yep. so I think a lot of people, it's like, well, were you guys eating while you're doing the show? And it's like, well, yeah, because I don't want to eat at 4.30 when I wake up. Like, when I leave the house, like, you kind of have to have Just something. rub the eyes. Let, uh, right. get, get, let me get awake here. I got other things I got to take care right. of before I walk out the door. And, I, you, dude, you just. Well, 
I normally have something before I leave the house. Right. But now three hours later at seven o'clock, right. I want something else right. because now it's like that's almost like lunchtime for me. Right. Weird schedule. We it's really a really do. weird schedule. So like I keep breakfast cereal here in in the radio station, whether it be bran flakes or raisin bran, something sort of healthy in the cereal department because it's easy, it's fast, you can woof it down in a commercial break, and if Fanto gets a little long winded, you could just finish the rest of it up right there. Nobody knows. You know, hey, Stansberry, <laughs> he's got to have his snacks with him. And, I gotta and, go. Yeah, yeah dude. You know, I, uh, I as you're in the uh, shut the mother down. You know, halfway. I'm right just trying now, not to. Yeah, I'm trying not to eat the breakfast sandwiches. I, 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 res- I respect it. You're not going over to the gas station buying you know seventeen dollars worth of breakfast. Sandwiches. Yeah, I'm just I not trying to it. shove six thousand calories in my face before noon. Right. You know what I mean? I'm right. just trying to stay somewhat on the right side of this. I'm not going to go overboard, but somewhat on the right side of this. And the other day, I went to go get the cereal, and guess what? No milk because there's milk thievery going on. And so, like, <laughs> no, seriously. So I'm going all Elmer Fudd, and I got like I got the gallon of milk. And I actually pulled out like you, like your parents' liquor cabinet. I got the Sharpie out, and I actually put a little squiggly line on the handle. So you might not see it was on the side of the handle. So they don't even know it's being done. But I'm telling you, I'm going to catch Dude, I put the time and the date on it, and I, I'm going to catch somebody. And I'm going to keep a little sidetrack here in a notepad <laughs> of like when I used said milk. And then, we'll, yeah, but I'm going to, I'm on this. More organized about this milk keeper than anything, than ever. anything else in his life. Yeah. When's rent due? Who knows? Nobody Dude, knows. Taking care of the show Nobody for tomorrow? Knows. No, of course not. Well, but here's I'm the thing. Figure out this goddamn milk. Well, CSE doesn't <laughs> offer me the automatic milk catcher. It's like they offer, they offer me automatic bill pay at CSE. So yeah, I set that do. up once and it's done. Yeah, they do. I don't have to worry about the rent. The rent no. is just, just well, I got to worry about making sure I stay employed to pay. It. So right. maybe I should talk about some other things. <laughs> <laughs> but my milk is important to me, damn it. All right. You know what's important to you? What's Probably that? winning money, being able to pay your bills. So let's give you $1,000 right now on Rock 106.9. Number 23. Welcome back, Tom Hamilton. <laughs> right? I mean, dude, maybe the best part of baseball. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Win yourself $1,000 with Rock 1069's Double Payday Workday. That'll happen 710 on the Stansbury Show. It's not going to be long before uh, we are doing a rest in peace, Tom Hamilton. Head exploded in the booth while live broadcasting on air. I was just going to say, people say to me all the time, Stansbury, you freak out, you scream, you do all this stuff. We're worried you're going to, you're like, your chest is going to explode and die. They're worried. Your boy's worried. And I got to tell you, Hammy's the same way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt, doubt about it. You start screaming like that and you get worked up like that. I'm sure you've, you, you've worked yourself up to the point where you start seeing stars and it's like, dude, I gotta, I gotta sit down for a second. Dude, this is how good Tom Hamilton is, okay? I'm gonna relate him to two other things that get you pumped up more than anything else in the world. Tom Hamilton is Eye of the Tiger and Viagra. That's what that Jeez. dude is. That's what that guy is. He just gets you pumped and ready to go. I heard Eye of the Tiger this morning. It's like, yeah, I'm ready to go do some stuff. Let's go do some things. Hammy's the same way. It's like, it just makes me think baseball's amazing. It's good to see the Indians win the home opener. That yeah. always feels good when you yeah. get that one. You know I mean? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you got a, 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 a you know, a, a Jacobs Field is packed with people. Progressive got, Field. Son of a bitch. Um, you've got, you know, all the, uh, all the rings in the ceremony and the banners going up. So, yeah, to lose that one would have felt like, uh, you know, kicking the nards for sure. Um, I wonder if, and I guess we'll see today and tomorrow, how long it's going to take for the Indians to fall back to the bottom of baseball when it comes to attendance. Is anybody going today? Nope. Nope. Nah, That's opening day. I think you'll see less of it this year because of the run last year. As long as they continue to win, people will be like, oh, no, we're good again. And then people will go. People just want to go to a winner. 
Now, somebody's going to ask me to explain how Brown Stadium gets filled. I don't know. Every week. <laughs> you know every what I mean? week. Sells out every week. I, you know, that I don't know. <laughs> I can't for the life of me. You know, like everybody else can't to, you know, totally figure that one out, which, by the way, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this just yet. We'll get into it a little later in the program. Okay. But I heard yesterday per Adam Schefter that the Browns are now saying it's either Miles Garrett or Mitch Trubisky at number one. Now, if it's me, I'm not saying Mitch Trubisky's not going to be good. Okay? He might be good. I don't know. He Maybe he will be like one of the next guys. He doesn't really look like it right now. Miles Garrett looks like a home run. So if it's me, you either take Garrett or trade the pick. Well, yeah, I, Don't bust at a quarterback at number one. Trubisky. That's and, a good and, way to get Hugh fired. Yeah, for sure, dude. It's a good way for this for this whole run to be over, dude. Everyone, in, everyone yeah. involved in that pick should be fired. Um, I mean, Trubisky, like... How do you go from like a dude that was like, oh well, maybe he'll be a top ten pick to oh well, maybe he'll be the number one pick? I feel like that's got to be a smokescreen from the Browns coming out there. Because if you're Deshaun Watson, aren't you going, dude? I won a national championship. I beat Nick Saban. I beat Urban Meyer. Yeah, and Mitch Trubisky has done nothing since the last time he played football to prove himself in a new fashion. So why would all of a sudden he be shooting up your board to number one? That's Not necessarily the, yeah. a football powerhouse. Now a lot of quarterbacks didn't come from football sure. powerhouses. That sure. can happen. But, yeah, that's what I heard yesterday, so that'll be interesting. We'll get into that a little later. Okay, good. Uh, now, though, there's a woman in Michigan that has done something I don't think most of us could. Two things, right. essentially, if you think about Living it. Living in Michigan is one of them, right? Uh, there well, you go. All right, oh. and a third. And rounded out with a third. No, she uh, she scratched off a lottery ticket at a gas station, won herself $4 bucks. Jeez. Okay. So then she, like, obviously freaks out in the gas station. Of course. And, uh, you know, so then she tells the person working at the gas station, here's what happened, whatever. They check the ticket. Sure enough, she did win. And uh, for those of you that don't know, if you sell the winning ticket, that, you know, the owner of that place gets some money, too. Yeah, you get a chunk of it. Right? So she wins four million bucks, and she then decides, I'm only going to tell a small group of friends, and I'm going to tell my boss. Now, we don't have her name. She's you know, she's going to be anonymous. I don't even, I mean, I guess, yeah, inevitably it's going to come out to some people, your inner circle, but like saying a small group of friends right out of the gate, man, that feels like you're well, going to start spilling, spilling the beans Yeah, let's quick. put a pin in that because okay. we're going to get into what we would do here okay. and there in a second, okay? So this is what I found interesting about her, is that she's not going to quit her job. Now, it's four million, Okay. And she's not going to quit her job, but what she says is is that she's going to reduce her hours back to 40 hours a week, and she's only going to work one job. She's a nurse in Michigan, has more than one job, works now around 75 to 80 hours a week. Jeez. Okay? And so she says she's going to take the lump sum payment, which comes out apparently with Michigan's taxes or whatever. I'm sure it's different state to state and all that. She's going to get $2.5 million is what she's going to walk away with, right? She's going to get $2.5 million and says, I'm not going to quit my job because it's $2.5 million. I'm just going to reduce back and only work 40 hours a week. Now, depending on how old you are, obviously, is going to be a part of this equation. But two and a half million dollars, if you played your cards correctly, that should be enough where you didn't have to work. This is my take on two and a half million dollars. I dream about this more than I should. Okay? Like, sometimes I dream, yeah, somebody's just going to give me three million bucks and then, like, a house I don't right. have to pay for. Like, not even, well, yeah, like, a, like, happen, a, sure. like, a mansion, but, like, a slab a ranch. Right, okay. You know what I mean? Right. And so I started thinking about, I was like, what would I do if that happened? Like, let's say some dude in Canton, right, was secretly, like, loaded. 
Okay. Listen to the show religiously. Didn't have a family or whatever. Dies. I'm in the will. I get some stuff. I don't know how you're getting a cut of the Timken money, but yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. Or, I don't know which Belden is cutting stands for a check. I, I don't, here's okay, the thing, sure. dude. I got hours in the day sure, and not okay. a lot to do. All right, yeah. So like, <laughs> thoughts fester. Okay. You know, you know what I mean? In this dream world. All right. Thoughts fester. I got the job of an idiot teenager. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's pretty much cartoons and golf. That's what happens. All right? right. All right. And so it's like, sometimes I think about this. Right. I'm like, so let's say it's three million bucks. And then, you know, whatever. And I started thinking about it. Like, I wouldn't quit this either. Because sooner or later, no. well, no, hold on. Because A, yes, I am lucky that I have a job that I really like. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, and, you know, let's be honest, it's not backbreaking either. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you don't got to drive it home no, for them. No, I mean, it's as, not. You know, this is the least physically demanding job As of they're all on time. their way to the place they hate most, don't be like, mm-mm, this is pretty good. Just drinking coffee, got my feet kicked off, looking at the internet. D-jokes, here they come. <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely, right? Okay. But also, and then this is going to expose me for probably not being such a great person, okay? But I, don't, I couldn't quit my job because somebody's going to ask me, how are you doing that? How are you living then? You went from uh, two jobs to now, dude, you live in no some jobs. house that you moved. So let me get this straight. You quit both your jobs. You moved from a one bedroom apartment and now you live in a pretty decent house and you don't have to work and all you do is play golf all day. Somebody's going to want to know how I did that. I told you CSE had good loans. I told you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> yeah, but so like the thing right. is, is then of course what, because what I don't want then is I don't want well cousins coming out of the woodwork and like all that kind of stuff and like people looking to suck off of you. Yeah, I mean you know three million dollars, two and a half, three million dollars is a weird place off to of be. You is different. Yes, <laughs> you switch those words around a little bit and you <laughs> get somewhere. Changes the whole thing. But, so like three million dollars is weird because if I made like a hundred million bucks, I think at yes. that point I could obviously Dude, if I got a hundred million bucks, I'd give you money. Obviously, you're walking away from your job and obviously you can be a little bit more public because then you can kind of build a a, a, a barrier between like you can that be cousin really you charitable right and that cousin you haven't seen isn't going to have access to you but if you just have two million bucks and, you, and you're still in Canton then people are going to be able to get to you and then people are going to be able to kind of like the suck, thing about th- off oh, wait what was yeah, that no right, just right, don't right, do right, it don't do it right, the right. thing about three million dollars <laughs> is this it's either enough money to retire or it's not and so, you know what I mean? It's like, you could do it, but if you go crazy, now right. you want to be the person that had $3 million and has to go back because you tried to be nice to everybody you know? You, you would, with, no. With, with $3 million, yes, I think that's enough money. At least, I certainly, for me, it would be enough money from where I stand right now. But I, I would have to. That. But I would have to remain the same lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't think you could. Discipl- you'd have to have the discipline to do that, and that's a lot to ask And I person. don't think you could, and not for the reason people would think. Not because you want to buy flat screens and, v- you know, I mean, and By fancy cars and all that By stuff. All that. But you are a decent person, and you're next thing you know, dude, you're gonna read some heartbreaking story uh, in the repository bucks about some family who uh, like house burnt down, and then there comes them. yeah, dude. All of a sudden, rescuing kids from cheetah pits isn't gonna be enough. <laughs> you're gonna have to be, you know what I mean? The prince turned pauper. By the way, two years yesterday, that was the anniversary. My girlfriend told me, and she was like, "Did you see this? What happened two years ago today? Cheetah pit story." Yes, dude. Tell me, two years in, that still gets oral. <laughs> oh, dude, come on. I was like, "Do you remember me pulling?" that kid out of here do you remember that never mind i'm not doing it there it is i'm I'm not doing but that's always been my thing is like i would want to tell my friends i would want to tell people but you can't because before you know it three million bucks is gone it's gone and i once read a a quote from mark cuban i don't have it right here in front of me so i'm going to paraphrase mark cuban and he once said about coming into money you didn't have the day before he's like your instinct is going to be to help those people around you that's fine absolutely help he's like here's what i would tell you is make people's lives easier. Don't put anybody on easy street. 
And that to me is always rang like really good advice. So what I would do is if I came into this money that I never will, no. is that I would like kind of like pick and choose people and I would find a way to make their lives financially easier without it totally hitting them over the head like, whoa, like he just gave me 10 grand. No, 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 he didn't. Did you hear that? Uncle Belden Stansberry, he'll be really responsible with the money. He's not going to waste it all at Gatsby's. It's going to be fine. This is what I'm saying. All I ask of the <laughs> listener is this. I don't ask anything. Really, just listen and put me in your will. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Die early and give me all the cash. I want your bread, man. Actually, we're giving you guys money. We'll do it again. 710, you get hooked up with $1,000 with Rock 1069's Double Payday Workday. Joe on Canton's Rock Station. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Win yourself $1,000 with Rock 1069's Double Payday Workday. 710, that'll happen. We do it every single hour, 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, weekdays on the radio station. Good deal. I like how they put a comma in a prize. You put a comma in a prize, you know it's real. It's nice. It is nice, nice. dude. $1,000. Yeah. My best shot at that's the tax return. I've been mm-hmm. I've been looking at the mailbox every mm-hmm. day, for, and it ain't there yet. Um, I got my taxes done a little while ago. Um, do you get screwed over because I don't take city taxes out here? I get hosed, man. Hosed. I don't know. He seemed to tell me that um, I benefit for some reason because of my other job and because uh, I pay so much city tax up in up in Cuyahoga County still that it kind of offsets. Like they tell me again, I have my taxes prepared. And the guy said to me, right. he's like, you don't owe anything to the city, but they still want to hear from you. Yeah. Put this in this envelope. He even like put, filled it all out for me. And all I had to do was drop it off at the, at the post office. And it went. So I don't know. I pay people to do like adult for me. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm, it's not like I'm sitting there with the calculator and the little green. No, but hat. people, I mean, honestly, tax day 18th and you know, right. so it'll be on people's minds. People are like, dude, just, you know, use turbo tax or whatever. And it's like, yeah, great. Whatever. But like, I just, you know, I got the two W-2s there. I got stuff going on. I don't know. I don't know where I live. I don't, you know, I don't know. Even but, even, even though, honestly, like you and I have a pretty simple taxing, it, to me, it's just worth the investment of- the federal government. Of, of like, dude, I got this right. right. If, that, if it cost me a hundred bucks to know to that sleep? I got this right and that there's not going to be a problem and right. I'm not going to end up owing $2,000 because I didn't pay something three years ago and you that I have an issue. Yeah, I, Which happened to me once upon a time well, because yeah. I was using somebody like I knew and like their mom was like- like right. supposedly like the best tax preparer ever. No, it ended go. up costing me thousands of dollars. You don't want to be a part. And of so that. now I just like now I just pay a professional. Just gets done. It's not like it's super expensive either. I spent a hundred bucks. Like, Here's a hundred bucks. Thank you for making this all go. Well, not away only that, me. but they just took it right out of my return. Yeah, I don't even notice go. it. It's no. just the, the check comes, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. But it should have been this much more. But who cares? And the whole thing with taxes is, is why can't they just tax me the right amount so that I don't owe and that I don't get anything back at the end of the year? Why are we all getting like? Why can't you just do this right, government? Like why can't you just figure out how much you're supposed to tax me? Could literally say that about every just, government what program. The there what, is. What the hell? Why are we all getting checks and we all have to pay too much? Be- because government jobs are good and you can't be fired from head them. scratcher right there to me. It is a little bit for sure, but yeah, no. So I've been waiting on that, and uh, you know, I-, I read like this thing this morning. You know, the eight best ways to manage your money. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm a total believer in Dave Ramsey systems. I uh, I read Total Money Makeover. That's the system I use. 
And I've been kicking around the idea. I'm like, yeah, I'll take the tax return, maybe buy some new clubs or do this and do that. And honestly, at the end of the day, I'm trying to resolve myself. Dude, just put it in your savings account. That's yeah. what it's for. Yeah. You're going to need the money. Rock 106.9 is eventually going to throw your ass out of here, dude. Well, You're going to wish you had that thousand I mean, you know, yes, that obviously that Rock 106.9 is probably going to throw your ass out of here. But, you know, let's say that they don't. And, you know, you've only got so much more time in front of you, buddy. You're, you know, you're standing closer and closer to retirement. You know, you probably got, you know, not 20 years of working here. And, uh, dude, that'd be a decent start to like, hey, I'm just going to take this tax return and I'm going to throw it all at my 401k. Or I'm right. going to throw it all, you know, in, in some sort of a savings account towards retirement where, you know, at least, you have, needs a, done. At least you have a start there. Yeah, it's what needs done. So yeah. that's probably what I'll do. Think there. about those shiny ass golf clubs. Oh, think about them. Just shiny. They'd make you a better see, player, too. They'd make you a better player. No, oh, see, I know so that. I know, I know that lie. That's the uh, that's the problem with your game is you haven't bought new golf clubs. Is that while. right? Yep. I, no, 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 no. I know that lie. <laughs> we got big news for Canton City Schools coming up at 8 o'clock. Okay. I, uh, I'll fill you in on that. However, Jacksonville, Florida, now their school district Ugh. in a little bit of trouble as a, uh, a particular school in Jacksonville right. has been caught punishing children special needs students of all, oh, by the way, okay. by putting them in jail when they're bad. Okay. <laughs> so, the parents of a, so the parents of a kid with uh, cerebral palsy are suing a Florida school district. <sighs> and they claim that hundreds of students, not just their kids, but hundreds were abused, not only in the classroom, but on buses as well. Kid with cerebral palsy? Yeah. So in 2012, a photo was taken inside um, Love Grove Elementary. And it showed a piece of drywall in plain view inside of a preschool classroom, Phantom. So the lawsuit then said it's a piece of what is described as a discipline box. And then a three-year-old child with cerebral palsy is the one of the students placed behind this wall of drywall in the discipline box. Now, the school administration knew about it. And teachers used it, they claim. Now, what is in there, the world? Is, is there a top on this box? Like, is it a box that I'm getting in? Or is this just the drywall is, like, sectioning off a part of the room? No, it looks to me as if it's, like, off of what, like, the kitchen area of a preschool room. And they made, like, a makeshift and it looks like they kept it roof free at least from the still photo I'm looking at. So it's essentially just section off part of the room. Like a pen. Is it is is that any different than like saying go sit in the timeout corner? Uh, well is the timeout corner still a thing? Are you I, I think yeah are I you mean, still allowed to like make a kid put his nose into the <laughs> the wall and then stand outside and be ostracized from the rest of the class? I bet not. Well, I don't I don't know if, if nose in the wall is what they're doing nowadays, but I think they still have like I uh, hated the nose in the wall. That sucked. I think they still have like the, the, the time out, you know, like all right, hey, you gotta go take a break from the classroom. I remember thinking like my every time they sent me nose to the wall, I was like, all you do, you call me an idiot and then you make me go do that, and it's like I'm gonna learn over here? Like this is where I get smarter. Well, it, yeah. That's certainly a part of it is like, what am I doing over here? And, and and maybe the worst part of it is that you knew like walking up, getting ready to put your name on the board or your nose against the wall or whatever, you knew like some of your buddies were snickering and laughing. Oh, yeah. So it was just encouraging me. It was just like, yeah, dude, your friends are laughing. Like, this is awesome. In get five more, minutes? Get more trouble. I'm the man. <laughs> just be bad. Just It's going to be great. I bet I get an extra milk at lunch. Um. So so with this chocolate, I I I, I cookies were butter crunch. I would have to assume that 
you know, and I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm not really making this argument, but I'm trying Thank to. Thank uh, God, because they put a cerebral ball in a discipline box. But, like, I would assume that dealing with kids with special needs, um, a part of the discipline process probably would be to move to a calm environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, to move. <laughs> To move away from, dude. Well, dude, you're in this. You're in this preschool. Your ability to reach is, <laughs> you're is in this unrivaled. You're in this preschool, and everyone's being bad. You've got kids like Stansberry acting up. You know, everything's playing with their toys. Probably getting overstimulated. Toys in school now. Probably. Well, you're in preschool. Yeah. You, uh, you know. Okay, you yeah. Fair, fair, you're fair, probably, fair. Probably overstimulated. Yeah. Probably overstimulated. So there's probably a point of like, hey, if we get them to a quiet room, if we get them to a place where there's less, you know, noise and all these different things, maybe we'll be able to have the conversation and, Fine. and, and calm Separate them down. Separate classroom. You could get me behind that. But do behind a like a drywall wall like it's roughly cut like there's not a roof on it but like the top of it <laughs> it's like it's jagged. it's not even all ja- it's all yeah it's all jagged edged it's not even like smooth it's like it's definitely like we're, dude they called it jail they schools told- <laughs> schools grossly underfunded probably didn't have the resources to have another classroom there's probably too many kids not enough teachers so when they do have this situation probably just easier to put them behind the wall of jail I now guess. Jesse tweets in just because a kid has you know disorder doesn't mean he's not a dick. Totally true. Right. Totally do- true. But we're talking about. You, dis- you have to discipline them, right? We're talking about a three year old with cerebral palsy. So, what I'm saying is, is that I'm with. Dude, this is still. Ah, it's on the teacher. There's still yeah, another yeah. way. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's still on the teacher. I don't know if we're going to call a three year old with cerebral palsy a dick. <laughs> I. What? This kid, he just sucks. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, that would that's be awful. awful. Yeah, that's awful. probably not advised. I would not advise somebody to, you know to call a three year old with cerebral palsy a dick. But dude, this is still on yeah. the teacher. But a little bit of it's on us too, because at some point, when are we going to get sick as a country? And this is way too long of a, of a conversation. And I don't know why I'm bringing it up right now. Get into it. But 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 I but I do want to make you think about this. At what point will we get nauseated enough? Of stories in the news of teachers shoving kids in jail boxes of drywall makeshift boxes or teachers banging their students or like all this stuff going on before we realize maybe vote for the school levy. Right? Maybe vote for the school levy. I mean, at what point? I mean, what? Because I understand. Well, it's going to cost me all this money. Look at what it's costing you not to do it. Yeah, your kids are getting shoved, you know, into the jail cell. Right. And, right? At some point, these problems get. What do I always say? It, it starts in the mirror. I know Michael was a pedophile, but he was right, dude. Everything kind of starts with that person in there. It's why. Well, it's why he sang the song. He was worried about all that. But at the end of the day, you start giving schools more money again. I think you raise the level of salary, and at the end of the day, you raise the level of applicant for said salary. No. I don't know if that's going to necessarily take care of all these problems. Am I using trickle-down economics? I, I, I don't know if that's necessarily going to you know, mean that crappy people aren't still going to want to be a part of that just because, number one, I don't want to say it's an easy job, but there is a little bit of like it, once you're an educator, you kind of know what you're doing on a regular basis. You have three months off in the summer. Like There are people who are going to be intrigued by that. And I, 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 do, I, I don't know if that would take maybe care of anything. Maybe change that. I don't know if that would take care of anything. I'm, well, then maybe we examine that and change as, that. As, as a 
a as a and I mean at that I'm point you're not, even, round school. you're not even talking about educators at that point you're talking about like preschool teachers you're talking about people who are just making you know eight bucks an hour just to be working at the YWCA you know Fair. women's women's health project or whatever so I, dude as it was one thing I will say and obviously with a kid with special needs it's probably even worse but any kid that I, that when you're a parent and you're dropping your kid off with somebody what a terrifying thing every single day because you'd yeah. like to think oh well it's a school they're gonna take just care don't of my kids. bang it dude and, and, and <laughs> that's and, all you gotta you do even, don't bite them don't bang it you can't guarantee that's gonna happen so jason tweets in and says moving them to acquired environment said matt sean spicer fanto <laughs> <laughs> amazing a huge story was in the news yesterday and america turned on a dime on their opinion on it midday and i couldn't believe it we'll get into that next on rock 106.9 on canton's rock station rock 106.9 Welcome back to the Stansberry Show and Rock 106.9. We're getting you hooked up with $1,000 every hour with Rock 106.9's Double Payday Workday. Here's how it works. We give you a keyword, you text it in, you win money. It happens every hour, 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, weekdays on Rock 106.9. It's amazing. You win that, dude. All of a sudden, this entire summer, you can live your life as a big famous rapper. You can just pretend you're a big famous rapper all summer and it's going to go great for you. We'll be like your entourage, hype man. Yeah, dude, I'm a great hype man. Diddy in the video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, we'll yeah. totally be those guys. Oh, dude, all day. It's kind of what I am. Yeah, blunts and thoughts. It'll be yeah. fun. It'll be a good time. It's gonna be lit, son. We'll go through that thousand dollars in like what an hour? Real two? quick, dude. Real quick. It'll be fun. It'll be a summer's worth of memories for you. You'll have though. a story to tell mm-hmm. for sure. Your next opportunity happens uh, just here shortly on the program. So. Yesterday, uh-huh. we played a piece of audio, a, uh, a doctor on a United flight, I believe from Chicago back to Louisville, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and overbooked, and United needed some of the seats for some of their employees who were taking another flight out of Louisville the next morning for service, and they offered people some money, and a couple of them said yes. One doctor was like, nah, man, I got to be back in Louisville for my job or whatever. Uh, wait, you know, no, 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 find somebody else. Right, you're right, and and in all your times of traveling, have you ever dealt with an overbooked situation? Yes. I've never. This has never crossed my. So path. when I flew to Oregon this last time, when you use some of those like, hey, find me a cheap flight services. Sure. What they don't tell you is technically a lot of times you're flying on standby, and what you you'll get to the airline and they'll be like, well, we thought we had a seat for you, but you don't. We're trying to get you out on another airline. That happened. To I, me. I, I I wasn't I wasn't aware of this until obviously the story kind of broke, but like it happens way more often than you think. I think up to uh, it was half a million people last year. That's right? what I was going to say is five hundred thousand people have had yeah. this happen to them, or, and it's just something I don't I've never I've never heard of. It's never been a thing, but obviously it's happening across the country. Have you heard about airline food? You have know you what I mean? Heard about it? It just gets lumped into the you know the sure. bitches of travel. But yeah, sure. if you if it's never happened to you, you're not going to think of it. And obviously, you know, should the airline be doing this? No, but they are doing this, and it's kind of their right as when you buy that airline ticket, you agree to those terms and conditions. There's no way in all that small print that it says on no. there, and you're just like, yeah, sure, whatever, fine, perfect. Just get me on the plane. I'm sure it's cleared up right there for you, and just because you didn't know. Well, I mean, right. it's on the back of a ticket to an event you go to, all that right. kind of stuff. Right. So the video was, like, astonishing. It was, like, jarring to watch, and actually, we have the audio. If you if you don't remember, here it is. Guys, this is not right. Can't the pilots drive to no, right now, security officers are grabbing the. They grabbing the doctor. And he actually gets his head slammed into the seat across the the aisle way. No! No! Guys, my God! What are you doing? 
<laughs> that lady's hilarious. Imagine though, the like this is before they take off. You then have to fly for two hours after seeing all that. That would be crazy. Oh my God. That would be crazy. And if you don't think lawsuits are coming from people who saw that, who are gonna like argue like, oh my God, I was traumatized and then I was trapped in the air by you and like all this stuff. I'm telling you, there's gonna be fallout. But here's where I want to stay focused on. So. I said yesterday, and I maintain, given the facts that have resurfaced now, mm-hmm. I maintain that United still handled this wrong. I don't think there's any debate that United handled it wrong. I mean, the 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 the, the thought of of dragging a human down an aisle of a plane it's that's got, wrong. Like, no matter how you cut it, no matter what that guy did, you, you handled it in the wrong situation. Th- this is what people have been saying to me. Well, you know, they asked him nicely, and he and then he refused. Right. But he was not a danger to anybody. He was not threatening anybody. He was not carrying anything on the plane he wasn't supposed to have. So then some details come out a little later in the day on the doctor himself. I, the thing I'm going to say about that before we get into him is that, uh, yes, I will agree with you that he didn't do anything, but as soon as they ask you to get off the plane, you have to do that. And and once he said, no, I'm not doing that, that's when, well, what else was what else was the law? Or what else was a, an air an air agent? supposed to do in that situation. I think it's on United at that point to find somebody else. Make this a financial situation, not a physical one, because the video's going around and I'm telling you it will negatively affect your bottom line. So the so the details come out about the doctor now. And apparently he has got a troubled past like most Americans. Now his is a little worse, okay? But he had traded some drugs for sex, apparently, is, is, is like the culmination of like what had happened. Now, that's not great. And I, I, obviously, I, this is all kind of like uh, internet speculation, but I heard it was like with a gay prostitute. Is that? Sure, that's, yeah. That's, but a, okay, all right. I mean, I, not that it changes whether right. whatever happened there. But it's but, tawdry for the American audience, right, and they want to feast like, on it. Oh, my gosh. It was a gay prostitute drug love affair. And so now, all of a sudden... Because this guy's got a little bit of a criminal past, and it's actually a lot, right, uh, right, you know, right. if you're really going to make it, you know, the truth there. Sure. All of a sudden, then I saw everybody's attitude on Twitter and Facebook change. And now all of a sudden, you were excited about the guy, about the fact that the guy got his head slammed into a seat. And you were excited about the fact that he was bloodied, dragged off a plane for sitting there peacefully by his damn self, like just trying to mind his own business. All of a sudden, you were happy with it because you felt like somebody who did something dirty got their due. Right. But the problem is, is United didn't know that. The United no, obviously not. And United didn't know what his history was. And even if they did, it's not up to them to punish him. The guy's already right. been punished. He had his license suspended. Judge, jury, executioner, they're, they're all there for a reason, you know. But so, okay, so this guy traded drugs for sex. So if, if he were to, you know, have some sort of an issue in the grocery line in front of me, I could just knock him on the ground and drag him out of there? And just because it's like, oh, well, he did terrible things in his past. Yeah, you can do that. Just knock him over and drag right. him out. No, of but, course you can't do that. That was the mentality I saw yesterday and I couldn't believe what I was reading. This is the very similar thing here what happens when when, when you hear a story about a pedophile and you read the comments on a news story of one of those things and it's like the most horrific right. visuals of of, of 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 vengeance you've ever heard. Chop right. his head off and right. do all this stuff and it's like people feel like that's warranted at that point because of the crime and I can understand like being passionate about that but like 
I, why is it okay that United bloodies but this guy because of what he had done? The process has to be divorced from the passion. Yes, of course you should feel passionately right. about that. Of course you should get worked up right. about that. Of course there, there's going to be that bloodlust of like, well, dude, yes, somebody did something terrible, and I want to see heads roll for it. Dude, I get that 100%. For but sure. that's why we have a, a judicial system. That's why the Constitution exists, is to rule against that mob mentality, is to rule against that. Like, he had you can't, already you been, can't just embrace it. Was found guilty, had his license suspended to practice medicine, had been punished. So at the end of the day, what we're dealing with is a is a citizen on an airplane being asked to move, and at the end of the day, you were willing to compensate somebody. So at this point, they weren't asking him to get off the plane because he was a threat to anybody. There was no terrorist ties. There was right. none of that stuff. Right. Your safety wasn't in question. They were asking him to get off the plane because of their mistake. At that point, it's a financial situation. Somebody on that plane will go for the right money. Is he- and I, I agree with Have you. Have that be the story today, United. As, as, as soon as soon as you do not comply with the orders of an air marshal, I feel like you're in a different... As soon, okay. as, as, soon as you don't comply with that... Okay, I'll give in. Okay, I'll meet you there and I'll give in there. I'm a big guy. Sure. Probably 6162-ish, sure. right around there. If I'm going to be honest, it's closer to 250 than it is 230. Okay? There was, what, three, four air marshals there? Yes, they should have handled it in a different way. At least had him picked up. Them dudes could have got, I know for sure, those guys could get me out of that seat without my head smashing into another seat. This was a little bit, I want to do and this. It's not like, it's not like he was like flailing or like, 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 like fighting back or anything like that. He literally was just lying on the ground. I agree with you. Could have been handled better. But Way thing, better. And, 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 and could have been handled. And I will, I will, this was mishandled. I will stand firm to that this guy, once the air marshal told him to get off the plane, you have to get off the plane you agreed to those terms and conditions flying is not a right it is a privilege and if this business tells you you have to leave this restaurant you have to leave this restaurant regardless what it is or plane whatever the, you have to leave our business that's what you have to do um the thing that the biggest part of this that i saw yesterday and it made me think you know if you would ask me five ten years ago dude do you want to be on a viral video i'd have been like hell yeah i do no now dude and you can look at this guy no. you can remember that ken that ken uh that guy that asked the question in one of the presidential chicago debates, ken and everybody everybody lost their mind yeah, because ken he was, looking at this, he was looking at all this dirty porn and like everybody like blew up on this dude well, and all the skeletons in your closet that you've ever tried to hide again bitches come so out. you're right and so i will now go back to the doctor and say dude like you didn't think people were going to whip their cameras out and then eventually you were going to be the subject of this? Hey, that's thinking pretty far down the field. It was probably just one of those moments like, no, screw you. I'm not getting off this plane. And and, and all of a sudden, dude, someone's yelling world star in the background. And dude, you, you know, cash me <laughs> Twerk, outside. Bitch. How about that? Yeah, no, uh, so, I have a, so I have a little bit of um, a letter that the CEO from United sent to the entire staff. Okay. So it, I'll skip down here towards the end. It says, well, I deeply regret this. Uh, well, while I deeply regret this situation arose, I also emphatically stand behind all of you, and I want to commend you for continuing to go above and beyond to assure we fly right. This is flying right? This is flying wrong. I understand. Once the air marshal, fine, whatever. Dude, you're the business. Get this solved without physicality so the video's not... Dude, it's still worse for United. In my opinion, now maybe I'm wrong and in the minority, but in my opinion, United still looks worse in this situation than the doctor that did a couple of dirty things, giving away some Vicodin for, you know, probably oral. Yeah, and it goes back to you just can't... Just because you, you know, are a, a, a criminal or you have a criminal history or that you did something wrong in your past doesn't mean that you can't be a victim of something. So, like, 
like you provide a service not everybody has to use and multiple people are in your business space you don't own the skies there are multiple companies and it's a service not everybody needs at that point it's on you to do what you can to attract the most customers possible this won't do that this won't do that. Now, you kept making the argument, Fantone, and I think probably rightfully yesterday saying, you know what, at the end of the day, if the United flight is $50 cheaper, people are going to book it. Nobody cares, dude. I saw yesterday that, that United, um, the stock is in the tank right now. Dude, if you're a smart investor, go buy United It's right a little now. bit like go how, buy it. remember a few years ago when Rush Limbaugh was in trouble and all the sponsors left? Guess what? Every single one of those sponsors is back today spending more money than they spent before they left. And so, yeah, there's a little bit of that, where it's like the stock price will go back up in three weeks when we're yeah. on to the next thing. There's right. a little bit of that. There'll be there, a new Pepsi commercial. Don't worry. There's a little, <laughs> like, we'll, we'll all lose our minds about something. It's fine. Yes. But as the CEO of United, what I would be thinking is, I don't want to fall victim to this again. I don't want to be the next Pepsi commercial. I don't want to be the next thing again. So we got to look at this and realize that this was our mistake. And at the end of the day, it's a financial fix, not a physical one. Again, this was not a terrorist that they just yanked off the plane because he was right. refusing to leave, had a box cutter in his pocket. It's not what happened. Sitting there peacefully, they randomly selected him, and he wanted to get home. I can't think of another business where if I paid him, they could just yank the stuff away from me. Imagine if you went to a restaurant today. You pay for your meal, and they come up, and they just yank it away and tell you you're not allowed to have it because the restaurant's overbooked. Get out. You could sue that place, I bet. Definitely in this country, you good. It's just, I don't understand United, like, I just don't understand them there. And like I said, I'm 250 pounds. Those three air marshals could get me out of that seat without my face being bloodied while doing it. Even if I was trying to be a jerk and not wanting to move. They could get me out of that seat in a different manner. A little bit of that is, yeah, this guy's pissing me off. Let me just, I'm going to do this. Because sometimes the human being's just going to do that. I guess you could use the thousand dollars we're about to give you to go on a flight. Yeah, you could. Hopefully, you don't get your ass kicked. Yeah, hope you uh, hope you don't do that. We have Rock 1069's double payday workday. Let's get you hooked up with a thousand dollars right now. This is Rock Station, Rock 1069. You're a jerk. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. You're a jerk. You know, Fantone, I'm uh, starting to suspect that management does not think the radio show is very good. Why is that, dude? <laughs> we're, we're highly rated. Um, number one morning show in Canton, Ohio. Revenues through the roof, dude. I would think, if anything, the powers that be would approve. Revenue through the roof? Let's build a higher roof. And <laughs> Right? I mean, dude, yeah. I, I feel like I'm scraping my head on it. Yeah. So, like, maybe, maybe raise, do a little raising of the roof there. No, but I'm starting to think that the radio station doesn't think the show is very good. Why? Because of all the bribery that's happening, right? Every hour now we give people $1,000. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy for you, yeah. the listener. That's amazing, it's right? But that's, you know, it's a little needy on the radio station's part. And now if you go to WRQK.com, you can enter this Cavs contest we have yeah. where it's a Cavs postseason pass. So every postseason game the Cavs go to, home games, you'll go to too. So as far as they go in the playoffs, you go. And you can get signed up WRQK.com. That's a lot of bribery, dude. I'm starting to think it's like, yeah, well, Sandsbury kind of sucks, and we know it. So here's all the stuff we'll give you. I, uh, right? I, I feel like I like it. All of a sudden, dude, you got a good show. You got good promotions going on. We're nah. doing things. The music's improved. Dude, Rock 106.9 nah. on the up and ups, baby. Dude, I feel like that moment in Goodfellas where, you know, Pesci doesn't realize he's getting whacked. <laughs> I got the best tie on. Wow, dude, I'm all in here. Wide tied. And next thing you know, here comes the bullet in the back of the head. I don't like it. Yeah, thanks for getting us here. Now, see you later. See you later, buddy. <laughs> You're out. Remember when you got caught selling smokes off the back of the truck? Yeah.
I'm all happy right now. I was able to, uh, you know, I, I was able to save some of my milk. And yeah. I, the suspected milk thief, I yeah. would, I just got some cereal during the break there. And the suspected milk thief was actually walking out of the kitchen. And so I was eager to open that refrigerator door. Nothing, uh, nothing taken, No, right? it was still at the line I had marked it this or, morning. Or, 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 is this like your, your parents' liquor cabinet where you're like, oh, dude, I'll drink the vodka and I'll just put some rubbing alcohol in there. Oh, if they watered down the milk. You know what I'm saying? That's a very easy. You just pour a little splash in your coffee, you put a little squirt of water in there, and I do we're moving on with our lives. I'm going to catch me a milk thief. Right. What's going to happen? <laughs> well, hopefully she's not squirting too much into your milk. Or I'm going to shoot a little higher and find better things to spend my time on. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I doubt it. All right. So we know that men are probably not the most evolved ki- uh, you know, uh, creatures, right? We'll smell our armpits. We'll sure. clean our ears with car keys, sure. that kind of stuff. Like We just do smell stuff. Smell our dental floss. It's no big deal. Whatever. Yeah, I was going to list that one. You know, everybody stops me about that. Yeah, occasionally do you, you know. Yeah, occasionally I'll do it. It smells bad, but good all at the same time. (laughs) It's like one of those things. It's weird. I know. I'm I'm a total weirdo. It's fine, right? But, like, men are not the most evolved creatures. No. And so if I was to ask the average man why a woman makes noise while having sex, most of them are going to say, because she's technically being stabbed, bro. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah, right. That's what, like, that's what, like most dudes, right, right, right. most bros, most right. Miller Lite on the floorboard of the trucks are going to tell you. Well, yeah, I mean, I have so much power in my penis, of course she's going to have to make some noise when I'm, uh, when I'm doing work with it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely, right? Right. Turns out, no. No. Listen to this. Wait, <laughs> why should I? If it's going to take power away from my penis, I don't want to hear it. Well, I'm sure there's a commercial that runs on the radio <laughs> station telling you how to get it back after you turn 40. I'm sure Frank Thomas will tell you how to you know, receive the erection that he used to have when he was a White Sox. I'm sure he'll tell you, right? Maybe not after today, but Maybe not. up until yesterday, Frank Thomas was telling you all that. <laughs> I'm reading now an article that was published by Playboy, but their research comes from a CNN report, and I know a lot of you will throw that away because of the source, but ultimately it says this. 87% of the women they researched, talked to, examined, says that they make noise solely to boost the guy's self-esteem. Because you've seen so much goddamn porn that unless she screams like you know Rebecca Linares, you don't think you're doing your job well enough. That's a little terrifying, right? That we're learning that much from pornography? Well, that we're no longer that we're no longer separating the fiction from the reality uh, of that? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, That's a little terrifying. I, I think there can be an issue there. I don't know if this necessarily 100% correlates with pornography, though, because it's not like, you know, in 1992, back before the internet, it's not like guys didn't want to hear vocal, you know, aspects of sex. Yeah, and there were lines wrapped around the video store where guys got their porn then, and the nudie mags. I, I, yeah, dude, and I'll agree that maybe this has pushed it down the, far, the down the field a little bit, but I think being vocal and like making yourself, making you feeling like your partner is interested, invested, and enjoying the experience, I think that's always been a part of sex. Here's another part that they say women dramatize their sexual pleasure to relieve the boredom that they're currently en- they're enduring. Well, that's terrifying. Fatigue was another one. They say, honestly, some of them were saying, you know what? Honestly, I just started to like, not necessarily fake an orgasm, but I started to moan more during sex just to get you to, to climax. To encourage to climax. Yeah. To get over that. Sure. We'll pick, we'll figure it out, ladies. Which one is it? Does the guy, do, are they climaxing too fast oh, or not fast enough? I think we all know it's much like the porridge. It can be too hot or too cold. You need it to be right in the middle right there. Goldilocks style.
Right? You're a little needy than women are, right? Well, I mean, sure. You know, a little if, needy. If by needy, you mean 10 minutes of sex as opposed to two minutes versus like an hour and a half. <laughs> like, there's a happy medium there. There's a place where we're all supposed to be. And like, I, dude, I think I think being vocal during sex, like I said, I think that shows that you're involved, you're interested, and that you're enjoying yourself. And that's one of the huge things for me throughout my history. If I didn't feel like the chick was enjoying herself, well, what am I doing here? What are, what are we doing? Like, this isn't a partnership. This isn't a thing. All I'm doing is trying to get off. And like, that's you've not, obviously been in that situation, right? Well, I think I think everyone has. Everybody's at some been point, in that situation, right? and like, you're right. There was a I, I and I remember her to a T, and I remember thinking, Are you in this with me or not? Right. What are we doing? Like at the end of the day. In my opinion, sex is two people uh, getting together to have a good time. And that's really what my end goal of this is. Is like, dude, I'm here, you're here, let's have fun, and we're going to oh, have sex. Oh, really? I got different end goals. My end goal is I want to have sex with somebody else so I don't kill the rest of you. Well, <laughs> that's the reason why I have sex, is so I don't go on a murderous spree. So for whatever whatever your final reason is there, you need, uh, you need to be involved, you need to be interested, and nothing is going to get in my head quicker than me feeling like, you don't want to be. What, what am I doing here? You you don't want to be here. What, am I not good enough? You're not good. What's going on here? So I can understand why guys want to hear. You know, and I think best sex probably is a little noisy. It's because the male self esteem is directly tied to the balls. Like if, if if and that's crazy. But like your the entire thing is like your entire self esteem is built on your sexual prowess. That's insanity. But that's what it is. Right. There's, mean, no, there's no taking we, it out we, of you. We, we, we've hyperdefined masculinity with sexuality. And I mean, it, when we start, as we've started trying to pull that apart, that is that is a tough situation to like f- figure out. Like, oh, dude, no, we'll all be fine. And you don't have to be uh, a 12 inch penis man to, to really be a dude. But I, I, I don't think it's necessarily a terrible thing that guys. Along with being visually stimulated, dude, there's also an audio aspect to it, too, where you, you want to hear it. Yeah, I, I I mean, definitely, I think guys are more interested in hearing a woman vocalize sex than a woman is to hear a man. Oh, well, dude, I mean, how ta- how terrible, not only how terrible do we look having sex, but how terrible do we sound? <sighs> just Forrest Gump's mom style? Like, no, dude, guys are de- awful. It's, it's just terrible. It's- they say here, while female orgasms were most commonly experienced during foreplay, copulatory sure. vocalizations were reported to be made most often before and simultaneously with male ejaculation. Calculation. Okay. Confirming, you know, obviously, here's your audible cue. Here's the thing you've been waiting for right. while we've been doing this. Wrap it up. We got kids. It's I got to so be up big. at six. Oh my gosh, I can't believe. And then, yeah, and then it's all over. And dude, yeah, I feel like that's 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 kind of the uh, the way it goes. Dude, yeah. I had an ex girl. I've told this story before. I had an ex girlfriend um, yeah. uh, uh, back in the day who lived in Akron, off a of bulge down there in like the hood of Akron. The hood. The hood of Akron. And we lived. She lived, but I was there enough underneath a male moaner and it was the worst and dude they were like they were both like long hair hippie people you know what i mean those need not apply from the science book okay, or whatever okay they both look like that smoked a ton of weed and they, they they dude their bedroom window that faces the street was always open with no screen in it like those uh, people they were those people well, they live they live in the hood of akron so. and that dude would moan to the point where we'd be walking home from the square and we could hear him at the top of the street that's uh, that's one of the awful. things. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Moving into a house has certainly improved my life in that respect, dude. It uh, it's it's much better not living in an apartment if you're a loud banger. <laughs> We're just creating classes of people. <laughs> the I, loud I, bangers, dude. We need we need special protection. Which, which by the way, uh, the, the the new couch. I got asked about it. Uh, fully christened over the weekend. Everything's all handled there. So. 
you know. I'm sure her parents love hearing that. Taken care of. Lost a family member, don't worry. (laughs) Don't taking care of business on the couch. I'm sure that's exactly the big up. But good for you, buddy. Yeah. Good for you. And you uh, got to handle the business. So you just bought the couch, yeah. just christened it, so Dude. are you going to send it back out to have it clean now? No, she's like, we have to put a sheet down. And I'm like, this isn't a bed, it's a couch, we can do it here. And she's like, no, you're not getting anything on this couch. So like, we had to go get like flat sheets from upstairs. Notice how she didn't say, I'm not getting anything on this couch. <laughs> Way to go, buddy. Way to go. More Sandsbury Show right around the corner. Hang on. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. Your next opportunity to be $1,000 richer with Rock 106.9's Double Payday Workday happens eight ten on the Sandsbury Show. They give you some money. You can spend it on anything you want. What I would do is not tell anybody. Mm-mm. Maybe do something nice for somebody, but buy yourself something normally you wouldn't. Dude, I'm spending $1,000 buying all United uh, as much stock as I can with 1000 Is that right? That's what I'm doing right there. Turning that 1000 into a million, baby. Actually, not the worst idea. No, it's not. And stock prices will go back up at some point. Inevitably. Because it might already be there right, for all I know. There, like I said, there's going to be a Pepsi commercial and everyone's going to lose their mind. Nobody's going to care about United anymore. We'll yeah, are we weeks. still we not, got two weeks. Are we still allowed to not drink Pepsi? What's I the, think I think you got another three days before it's socially acceptable right. again. I don't I don't know what's what just stick with Coke for a little bit. I buddy. can't keep up with all the movements. I can't, you know what I mean? I never know like am I on the right side of this letter? Do Twitter decide for me? Finding this out, uh, you may have heard that yesterday a Newcomerstown police officer was involved in a shooting as he was shot yeah. in the arm. Yeah. Uh, Brian Eubanks was investigating a vehicle with no visible license plates as a possible uh, mobile methamphetamine lab. Jeez. Jeez. So, Dude, uh, it's scary enough thinking about drunk people behind the wheel, but now people are making goddamn meth while they're driving. Ugh. You know what? Speaking of which, Ugh. so I saw yesterday, I paid attention to this. I was on the... I don't know, I was on the freeway, and I saw a, a sign on the side of the road. You know how they always tell you to rat the other person out, like, you know, call this number? Sure. It used to be, for drunk driving, call this. It's yeah. now, those signs all say, for drug activity in a car, call this number. I, I've Think always, about that. I've always kind of questioned of, like, well, how would you, like, drunk driving, okay, I see you swerving. Erratically. Uh, right. But drug driving, how are you going to know? Passing a joint. Passing a bowl. How how on earth, driving 70 miles per hour on 77, are you going to be able to look into somebody's window and be like, oh, that's definitely what they're doing? I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a... Well, I don't know for sure, but back in the day, I saw plenty of truck drivers mean mug me as they were going by, so maybe. Impaired driving, sure. I feel like for them to go to drug activity, it's like, dude, you're not going to know. You're not going to know what you're doing in your car. That's probably a little bit fair. But yeah, but those are what those all signs are. Oh, so he then, Brian Eubanks does, he, uh, he approaches the car. And then apparently this says now, I'm reading from Cleveland19.com, that okay. the driver then opened fire, striking the officer in the arm. I had heard yesterday it was the passenger that had shot. Yeah, I think that's what I heard too. But, but obviously. It may have just been saying, A, somebody in the car. Moving right? pieces, parts, and stories like this, of course. Um. So one of the guys had like turned himself in apparently and has been cleared of some stuff and the other two suspects are still out on the loose, which is 
terrifying. Well, obviously, if you you know you know who you're getting into a car with, you do. Uh, at the end of the day, you do. Um, but if you were a passenger in this car, and even if you are a meth head, or even if you are you know somebody who is not afraid of breaking the law, to be involved in something like this, I can understand why you'd go to police and be like, "Yo, dude, I was in there. I didn't do anything." Right. You know, the last thing you want to be is a a, a a man. You know, standing right, next to the people who did this. Who did this? Right. When 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 cops find them, the last thing you want to do is be in that in that entourage. They took him into custody. He was initially believed to be a suspect, but later then released after being incorrectly identified. They're still searching for the two male suspects that are believed to be armed with handguns and a shotgun. They fled from the shooting in a black geo tracker with tinted windows. So, and I heard another description of this car is that they also had, so it had black rims, tinted windows, all black black everything, and then (laughs) no license plates. And sooner or later, you know, these are the same kind of guys, right? You know who these guys are. If I give you the description, you know who they are. They were listed as wearing one wearing a green shirt with a vest and another one had a red t-shirt on. You know who these dudes are. You don't even need, I don't even, I, I've, I have never seen either one of them. I bet I can nail them to a T. I bet their shirts are triple XL, even though they should be medium. They bought them at some like low rent, like gas station on the corner of the hood of where they live. They, they're listening to little Uzi Vert and driving around in a geo tracker with no license plates. And they're the same kind of guys who would talk when, when if they weren't in the trouble. Cops just always harass us for nothing. Just cops for nothing. You're driving around in a meth lab with no license plates on it. That's not you being harassed unfairly. No. That's you making poor choices that draw the wrong kind of attention. Yeah, you're getting arrested for a reason there. Man, these cops, they're just doing it. But you know damn well on the floorboard of that car, there's four packs of crushed tourney menthols down there. You know there is. Polar pop in Mountain there for sure. Dew just Polar everywhere, dude. You know there is. Sure. You yeah. know there is. Listening to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106, that favorite radio You station. keep telling me I can't judge books by cover. You haven't seen these dudes yet, and you know I'm pretty close to that description. I'm surprised Bugs Bunny's not on one of those damn t-shirts, to be honest with you. I just, you know, it just bothers me. It just bothers me, because this guy's out there just doing his job, trying to do it right, and this happens. Luckily, the officer taken to the hospital, then released, because he's all right. All right. He was only struck in the arm. He's going to make, you know, that's all going to be fine. Thank God a positive silver lining on this thing. It's terrible. I, uh, you know, you, you want to come up with some sort of, of silver lining, and I guess the fact that this guy lived, but I mean, these guys are out there right now, gunned up, dude, I'm sure drugged up, and, and paranoid as hell. Paranoid. So hopefully, at the end of all this- You don't want to cross paths, Ron. At, at the end of all this, we can be like, okay, this ended fine, but who knows, man? Yeah. Who knows? It's terrifying. We're going to get you hooked up with $1,000 and major changes coming for Canton City Schools. We'll get you hooked up with that next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Your next opportunity to square yourself $1,000 with Rock 106.9's double payday workday just mere minutes away right now. Everybody waiting for payday right now. Dude, the 15th isn't here yet. Friday's not here yet. Everybody's waiting for payday. Yeah, honestly, right now, like, I just got, like, the notification uh, on my phone yesterday. Like, your cell phone bill's ready right. if you're willing to pay it right now. No. And then, like, my cable bill came, and I was Shut like, all right, up. so there's there. <laughs> and uh, I, I've now, my, my rent's not due until, like, the first of every month, but I've now been paying it in the middle of the month because of uh, some other stuff that's due at the end of the month. So I've been kind of like, you know, balancing that money. And so now I got those three things that all got that I got to write those checks today. Actually, I'm not going to write checks. I'm going to use my CSE bank app on my phone and just pay them right there. But I have to, essentially, I have to take money out. And uh, I've been thinking about that yet because we get paid, what, Friday night? Yeah, yeah. 
Looking forward to that one. Yeah. I like getting paid. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Money's good. I wish I had an extra thousand dollars. That's the truth. Yeah, we're not allowed to win though. No, we're not. So we'll pass it on to somebody else here. Maybe Short. my girlfriend? Maybe she can win? No, shares an address with me, son of a bitch. Yeah, no. Uh, it. It's household, but your mom could win. Ah, there you go. Mom, if you're listening. Right? Keywords I don't know if that's, up. you know what? I don't know if that's true. Immediate family. It's immediate family. Is it immediate and family? And people that share household address with you, so yeah. It's both, though. Uh huh. Oh. Interesting. I'm sure one of my cousins is listening right now. That. Okay, yeah. My aunt or something. You know what we should do? What's that? Spend 10 minutes talking about how we're going to rig the contest <laughs> and give you a thousand bucks. You guys are going to walk away a winner. So I got some good news for Canton City School District. All right, good. Canton needs a uh, Canton needs a winner right now. We need a we need a positive story. Apparently, uh, at a Monday meeting, they moved two hundred thousand dollars to the district's technology fund, and they are going to use it so administrators can purchase just under two thousand iPads. That will be given next year to all McKinley High School students to use for their lessons in classrooms and at home. Now, I know some people are just going to start freaking out. Of course. Right? Of course. Kids get iPads! But welcome to the digital world. And until you, it, like, at some point, you're going to have to realize you're going to have to prepare people for the world they're going to enter. Getting people to give up on the idea of what traditional schooling is is a very tough thing to Good do. Luck. Obviously, as you've seen that with, with, with the quote unquote Common Core and, and standardized tests and things like that. And of course, there's going to be hiccups along the way. Um, but as we sit in, in, in the world right now, just doing piss poor when it comes to all things education, when we spend so much money on it, we get such poor results from it, we have to change stuff and if you don't think that embracing technology is a part of preparing kids to be to be in the real world you're 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 if, delusional if you don't prepare kids with the proper technology today they become the people you bitch about sucking off the government yeah Right. Yeah. That's what education is supposed to do is to prevent people from doing that. You have to you got to you got to look down the field on this one. And I'm not saying that, like, well, boy, once once McKinley gets all these iPads, everything's going to be fine. And Canton City Schools are going to no. turn the whole thing around. No, 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 but no. it's a step in the direction of where it needs to be heading where we want to go. Superintendent Adrian Allison said that the district supplied McKinley freshmen with iPads this school year. And they found that those devices help transform teaching and learning and that the students handled the devices with respect. I'm willing to bet in some cases that iPad is probably the nicest thing some of those kids own. Yeah, dude, for sure. Right? For, for 100% sure. Not even, I mean, I, I would say a significant chunk of the school that's the best piece of not only technology, but like anything in their home. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy to think about that the school gave you something better than what you may have gotten for Christmas. Valuable. Right? As valuable. Crazy. There's going to be students where that that iPad is as valuable as their parents' car. They you say know what here, I mean? It's, it's like that. Oh, there are certain situations for I, sure. I, outside of the house, that's the nicest thing that's in your home. Like That's the nicest thing you, you have possession of. I just bought a brand new car. Sure. Thank you, Wacom Auto Family. There you go. I appreciate that. There you go. But before, I had, b- before I had done it, that car was that I was driving... You could buy, honestly, for less than what, like a new, I don't know what iPads cost, but you could buy a, you would same, have to spend less money on that car than in like a new Mac. Same price, dude. I yeah, mean, right around it, there. 250 bucks, 199, 250 bucks is probably what you got yeah. for that car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They say here the district wants to build on that success of, uh, of and will spend nearly $760,000 on the purchase of the iPads, accompanying <sighs> cases and training to help teachers integrate the technology into their lessons. <sighs> 
That's a lot of we're money. We're doubling though. down. That's but a lot of money. Again, this is where, where where people will sell you what they believe what what they want you to think that they believe, which is people will talk about education, they'll talk about kids, and they'll talk about kids being the future. But the moment you give them the number, then they uh-huh. turn coat and run away from right. it. Not my At problem. the end of the day, education is a silver bullet. If you get it, it can fix so many of the social problems we have if people are properly educated. Because it helps reduce all kinds of things. You know what they say, honestly? They've done a million studies on it, on racism alone. That the more educated you are, the less racist you are. It's come out in a million different studies from all different people, from different forms of society everywhere, and those stories always end up the same. Because you're just more, you more exposed to more things. You're more tolerant to more things the more your eyes are open to things. Doubling down on education, like I said earlier this morning about the school levies. What's the price of not voting for the school levy? I I understand it costs you a bunch of money, but guess what happens? You got teachers well, banging kids. You got, you know, there was the story out of Jacksonville where they put that kid with CP and like a, in jail and like a drywall like jail box. I, it's I, crazy. I, I can certainly agree that investment in the future is obviously a smart thing to do, but you have to make sure that you're getting the bang out of your buck. And to make this huge purchase and to make this huge investment into Canton City schools sounds like a great idea. Um, but what happens when four years from now it's like, oh, this really didn't work out the way that we wanted to, and now all of a sudden we've spent all this money. I, I, I mean, it's nice to think that, like, well, this is definitely going to help, but if it doesn't, you just spent a crap ton of money that Canton City Schools obviously does not have. You, you better be sure that you're going to get the results that you want out of that. Well, they said, though, you know, the pilot program that they did with the freshmen last year that they saw results. And so that that's what made them want to expand on it. This is one of those moments where you agree with what I'm saying right now. You're just trying to show me the other side and you're making me oh, want to choke of you. Of course, of course. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing here. But it, that that is, uh, I mean, yes, it's awesome to think, well, if we keep throwing money at a problem, it's going to take care of itself. Not always. But that's not always going to be the not case. Always, and just no. because you give kids iPads and just because one class of students had, you know, they, they treated it with respect and were able to learn from it doesn't mean that it's a smart okay. investment across no, the board. I, no, I totally get that. And there's an argument to be made there for sure. And look, I understand there's going to be plenty of kids who get the iPad thrown in the backseat or whatever, don't care, or you're still not going to reach them. But guess what? You were never going to reach them anyway. And I'm not worried about them. Some people, honestly, and this is going to sound way harsh, way, way harsh, but it's true. Some people were just born to be losers. Welcome to it. It's just the way it is. Some people are just, you know what? They're meant to be left behind. But I'm not going to focus on them. I'm going to maybe try to focus on the 10 or 15 kids in that classroom that wish they were in a better school because it's not built to teach them because they're smarter than the rest of the class. That's who we got to be reaching out for because until we lift them up on top of our shoulders, nothing gets fixed. And if we and if, if kids are bored or they don't have the right things or the right things in school to learn properly, guess what? We all suffer in the end. I'm not worried about the 1% that's not going to do anything. They were never going to do anything. They were never going to do it. So an iPad, a million dollars, nothing's going to motivate them. People, Some people just can't be made to get there. I guess the concern is that it's not 1%. You know what I mean? Like The concern is that, well, what, at what percent All is right, it yeah, too I'm, much? I'm throwing around numbers a little irresponsibly there on that part. I will, I will uh, agree there. But there are kids who are yearning to be taught on a better level in every school in America, and we're not hitting them. What? And at some point, we got to try something. Uh, well, I guess at what point is it like... 
are iPads really an essential part of that? Yes, incorporating digital learning into it, but does every student need, a, need an iPad to make that efficient? Does it have to be an iPad? Could this have been, you know, a cheaper version of that? I, yes, I'm, I'm agreeing with you 100%, but I think there's points to be made on the other side of like, boy, it'd be awesome if we could get, you know, if we could get like the greatest science labs and man, if we had, if we had a better facility, we could have a better school, but it's like, well, you don't have the money for that better facility, so why do you feel like you have the money for that iPad? You don't have enough money to hire more teachers, so why do you feel like the iPads are the replacement for those teachers. There's an argument there, but the problem is, is if we do it their way, if we do it their way, we end up with schools that where nobody's being taught anything. And the argument that I can already hear people screaming as soon as this story goes up on anywhere where you can comment on it. Potholes! You gotta fix the potholes! You know, I'm being told the problem is, is in three or four years, you need to replace them to keep up with technology true. and damages. Not necessarily true. I'm actually going to shoot a hole in that boat. I've had the same iPhone for four year, three years. You know, what I, you know what Apple does? They release a, a, an update that runs overnight, and then they give you the newest software. It's not necessarily that the hardware That's needs to be replaced. Care of your 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 iPhone that's not a student banging around having, you know what I'm saying? Like a 17 year old who doesn't own that is going to have a lot less. I will not pretend that there will not be some money lost to do to teenagers not caring about products. I will not make that lie in here, but ultimately at the end of the day, like I said, I'm not going to concern myself with the people who are never going to be amount to much. Anyway, I have to focus on the kids who have a shot to make it because without them, none of us make it. We need them. I do have some other news on Canton City Schools. Apparently, we're moving the school start time ahead next year for the 2017-2018 school year. Apparently, it looks like grades uh, K-2 will be moved up to about 825. Grades 3 through 5 is uh, 835. Middle school and arts academy will be 915. All high schools will start at 725. The Canton Academy will be moved to 830. That's moving everything earlier into the day. High schools right now start at 805. Middle schools begin at 840. They're moving them up versus later. Yeah, you're moving it earlier into the day. Oh, I misread this because hasn't all the research told us that we're sending kids to school too early? I thought this was us catching up to that, maybe. I, to, as, as I, you know, no, it's, it's, it's right now, high schools start 805, and if they move it up earlier, I mean, I guess you can say that, well, you know, research shows, and then you're going to have people on the other side being like, these kids are sissies, I had to wake up that early, you're going to have to wake up that early for work, you better get used to it, punk. That's the argument. It's not my argument. Yeah, I guess what I would say to those people, and that used to be me, is what I would say to you is, you know what, dude, they're in 10th grade, they're not at work. You know what I mean? So, so, so better get ready for so, it. So you adapt to the world that that you're in. Um, I I need to see more data on whether or not like going to school later is actually more beneficial for the student. But if it is, then that's what you do. Like I need to see more on that. I haven't read enough into that, but I've heard people indicate that that's the case. I'm not totally sure, but I'm for technology in the classroom because I understand that we live in a technology driven world. And what I don't want is to hear the rest of you bitch on your technology about how all the jobs are going to people from other countries who guess what gave their kids iPads in the first grade. How do you think they got there? By doing this kind of stuff. By doing these things. While we argue and like Fanto said, fix, you know, fix 11th Street. Potholes. Fix 11th Street. MTV's got a new show out yeah. that I can't believe is taking off. We'll fill you in on that next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Swing a line drive, base hit down the left field line. It'll head toward the corner. Lindor hits third. He'll try to score. Lindor's coming home. It's a game-winning double. Michael Brantley has come through. And welcome back, number 23. Welcome back indeed. 
Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show as well. Where we'll get you hooked up with $1,000 with Rock 1069's Double Payday Workday 910 on the program. Really good to see Michael Brantley pull off that hit last night. Looked like he's as confident as he can be coming back from that injury. And honestly, I mean, you must have talked to Scott from waiting for next year about it 10 times over the offseason. And it's like, well, dude, what's going to happen with Brantley? What's yeah. going to happen with Brantley? It was never optimistic. And then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, he's going to be there for the home opener, hitting hitting, hitting game winners right there. So it's a uh, great addition uh, to, a, to a team that was already pretty hot. Could listen to Hamilton make a home run call all day. And we probably will. Online right now at WRQK.com is the Cavs 2017 playoff pass. Here's how this works. You go to WRQK.com, get signed up, and you win a pair of tickets for every home playoff and NBA Finals game. You go as far as the Cavs go. They make it all the way to the the finals. You go to the games. Just get signed up, WRQK.com. I'm telling you right now. That's a pretty awesome prize. I think, I think if you win, you're going to be going to the NBA Finals. I know there's a lot of concern. I was concerned. I still feel concerned. But I feel like the NBA Finals is in the, uh, is in the cards for the Cavaliers. Ballpark it for me. Where I'm at in the yeah, level of concern. One yeah. to, whoa, how confident I am they'll make it to the Finals. Uh, yep. 75%. 75% of Matt Fantone 75%. says they go to the Finals. Yes. Percentage of Matthew Fantone, when they make the Finals, they win the Finals. 50. 50%. 50. 50%. So 50%. Doesn't matter who they play either. I've said it a million times about the Cavs, dude. When everything's going right, and some 50, 50% of the time it's going right, 50% of it's not. But when everything's going right, they can beat any team on the face of the planet in a seven-game series. I would they have can. to agree. Beating LeBron three times in a week is going to be tough. Like, that's going to be tough. It's just going to be, that, that, that's a tough task. And yeah, there's some chemistry issues right now. Not everybody's playing all great and this and that. And, you know, I, you know, and I've been critical and I say, look, I, I am giving them a less of a chance to win the finals this year than I did last year. But again, not repeating is not necessarily the end of the world. It's a very tough thing to do. It's a very hard thing to do. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we can we can talk about well, you know, what losing in, in in the finals or what losing in the Super Bowl or what losing in the World Series means. But to me, it means you were there. And like, yeah, you can say, oh, dude, the Buffalo Bills are the '90s worst team ever. No, no, they effing weren't. The Browns were the worst team ever, who never did anything. So if you could give me, if you could give me that Buffalo Bills run of the '90s versus like the Browns run of the 90s, of course you're taking that every single time. Yeah. You got to the AFC Championship game all four years. You made the Super Bowl all four years. Right. That's a successful football team. Right. And we, we've talked about it in the past. Hall of Famers up and down that roster. And, 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 and we've compared it often to, you know, the Browns to San Diego, where it's like, well, dude, if you could say you were winning 12 games consistently on a regular basis, 10, 11, 12 games. Oh, dude, games, send me a Phillip Rivers. It. Take that. Exactly. Take that. That's worth something. What you are then at that point is a stable franchise. Now, now the difference between all those teams that we're kind of talking about we're is, in a that, tailspin. Is, is that is that well we're in a tailspin and you also have what is either what you consider or what everyone else considers the greatest player of all time or at least the greatest player on the planet right now in LeBron James so the expectations get skewed and that's why you see such a, such a difference between the Indians losing the World Series last year and everybody was like no dude it's optimistic we're great we're feeling good and if the Cavs lose the championship this year it's going to be doom and gloom worst team ever LeBron sucks I want him off go back to Miami and that's the huge difference there is your level of expectations the Indians outperform or overperformed expectations last year, the Cavaliers may underperform on those expectations. That's absolutely true. Your boy's name was being dragged all through the mud the last few days because apparently when they were down in Miami to play the Heat, he didn't play. And apparently he and Tristan Thompson and a couple of other of his buddies were all out at the club the night before. And look, I'm kind of hypocritically on the fence here a little bit. Okay. 
Because I understand guys are going to... Dude, you send guys to Miami, they're going to party. Right. Right? They are going to party. But I will say... That is it a bad look to party and yes. then not suit up and play? Yes. It's a bad look. Yes. It's also 100%. it's also a bad look. And again, this is going to happen when you're the king, when you're the chosen one, when you're LeBron, you're going to get special treatment. Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter got special treatment in the Yankees locker room. Stars get treatment. Okay, but I also heard this that he took a private plane and took some of the players on it, and then the rest of the players had to travel with the team. Obviously, that's going to happen. But how does that help the chemistry when I'm hearing there's chemistry issues? Um, I, you know, I don't know if it's so much off the court chemistry of like guys aren't friends because let's be real. I mean, and I, I know Joe Thomas talked talked about that this uh, when he when he was involved in that in that video that you know chemistry is something that a lot of people talk about isn't necessarily as important to the guys on the team where we all from the from the outside perspective of like well of course when they're friends we got shows gonna, to fill they're gonna, right they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna run through a wall for each other and they're gonna do all these things where it's not necessarily as important to the guys on the team but dude you I wonder where that falls down you at. As, as as LeBron James and and obviously somebody who you know at the end of the day has been very smart and very savvy about how you've you've been perceived, dude? You have to realize that's a bad look. You you do. And now at the end of the day, I'm not going to play, but I'm going to drink. At the end, it's of the, weird. At the end of the day, obviously this guy, like I said, has been pretty savvy about things and does understand what his role is and kind of uh, what what he wants uh, to be perceived as. But dude, you have to understand that right now is not the time. If you were winning, dude, yeah, you got a lot more wiggle room there. You got okay. a lot more wiggle room there. But you're losing right now, and to and to have you out there with this kind of perception, it, it's not it's not good. So, I'm a little bit of a Colin Coward fan, right? Sure. And so, like, I was watching him the other day, sure. and he tried to cape up for LeBron, and he was like, you know, if you're a businessman, and this was his whole argument, that if you're a businessman, and or let's say it's tax season, you know you're going into, like, the toughest 10 weeks of your job. The week before, you're not going to maybe schedule a vacation that you wouldn't normally take because you're about to bear down for 10 weeks. He's going to go into social media shutdown. He's going to go into playoff mode. And he was like, I got no problem with him letting off some steam in Miami. And you know what? Neither do I. But the team plays about four days a week, if that. And so, you know what? Maybe do this when you're, uh, like, don't not play. Like, well, at that point, it, dude, if the whole thing's, because we kind of know, and I remember I said a month ago, remember I said there's like this rest argument's BS because the, the science would tell you to rest them all individually. It will tell it would tell you to rest everyone. Meanwhile, Tristan Thompson's played like 80 games straight or whatever the hell it is. Uh, the thing I'll say about that is, though, is that the concept of rest them all ind- individually is that, well, if LeBron's sitting, we're going to lose the game anyway, so we might as well sit them all at the same time. I understand that's how you got there. I'm saying the science itself on pure resting and the body would be that you rest them individually and rotate is what that would say. So we know the rest argument's kind of BS. And then when you say rest and then you stay up all night. Now I know what somebody's going to say to me. Jordan gambled all night. Right. But he did play too. Well, LeBron played more minutes than Michael Jordan okay. in the same amount of years, here's, more games, right, and more minutes. Here's why that doesn't matter. How? Here's why that doesn't matter. The minutes and the games do not matter at all because what drives the league? matchups, big games. And when you're sitting games, it doesn't matter the minutes. The fan doesn't think about the minutes. The fan thinks about, remember when Steph v. LeBron? Remember that? That's You don't get that. With Jordan, you have that. I understand LeBron's going to pass him in minutes and games. Already passed. Already passed. But he's not going to pass the matchup test. 
And that's part of the problem is people want to see you play against the best. Whether it's right or wrong, Fantone, I don't know. I, I'm I, telling you, this is why they're on them. is because when, the matchup, the way they want to see the best player in the game dominate the other like really good players in the game. And right now, it's not just him. It's a thing affecting the whole NBA, the whole NBA. That's why the owners got together with the commissioner going, what are we going to do about this problem? That is, by the way, everybody was telling me it wasn't a problem. So, so, and now it is, and I'm telling you, dude, he doesn't, like, the, the people want the matchups. They don't care about the minutes. It's the matchup. More games played, more minutes played. Both of those, LeBron already leads Michael Jordan in. So why doesn't he get? Why? why where's the critique there? Why, why is it that Jordan get, gets a free pass and LeBron? It's like, oh, dude, more I, minutes, more games, same amount of years. I also think LeBron, LeBron brought some of this on himself when he said to the camera, "When did this become an issue? When did it become an issue? Became an issue when I started doing it. Come on, man, you know this where it is. He brought this issue on him." He, they asked him the question. He could have said a million things. But what did he say? He cockily doubled down on him being the man. And look, fine. Do it. I don't personally care. But this, whoa, what to me? Why me? Why is this? Why is that? The attitude out of him is ludicrous. Uh, but when 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 you when you make the statement of well it doesn't matter with Jordan but it does matter with LeBron I can understand why there's frustration on his end. Oh, I get why he's frustrated, but dude, the world's not going to be fair for you. Now I will tell you that Jordan benefited from not having the listener viewer input era. He he benefited from taking years off of the league. He Nobody did. ever holds that against no, Jordan. No, that's fair. Nobody ever holds that now against. That's, he took see, years off. Again, there's years. a fair there's a fair argument. He left the sport twice. Twice he left the sport. See, I'm not looking to argue with you just to argue with you. That, that is absolutely something that does not get hit Jordan. Jordan doesn't get hit with that. And again, had we had Twitter then, it would. Well, I mean, and, 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 and if we're going to say, and, and it's, not even, it's not even minutes that I'm talking about. If it's games here, in the same amount of years, if LeBron has played more games, how is it not Jordan resting? How is it, how is it Jordan never rested? Well, <laughs> I mean, be, well, they're going to say in the seasons in which he played, he played all the games. You know what I mean? Well, dude, if LeBron would have taken two years off in the middle of his goddamn right. career. No, you could never do it now. No. Nobody, <laughs> no. nobody is going to say to LeBron, you know what? Take a year and a half off and try football. Come back. Yeah, dude, come back. That's not going come to happen. On, no, the fans are going come to murder on. him. And we, we, we're quick to forget, right? So, yes, he's played in more games. But I'm telling you, it, we live in this in-the-moment thing right now. It's like what's happening right now, and nobody thinks about it in context. So what I'm saying is, is that... It's unfair what's happening to him, but he needs to know it's going to happen. And people want to see you play the matchups. And so when Golden State and, and the Cavs play in the regular season, and it's now like, well, we're not going to play because it's a psychological advantage. No, it's not. It's you wanting to get down to a 50-game schedule and get paid 82 money. And the problem with that is, is I'd be fine with it. Somebody said to me the other day, just make it 60 games. And I said, fine. But the problem is, and you know damn well this will happen. Five years after we make it 60 games, these dudes will be resting again because if you if you give an inch you'll take a mile and all you're doing at this point is negotiating with the terrorists get your ass out there play 82 games that's kind of my take on it i saw some super silly ridiculous article at espn.com where they were trying to make the argument that because you play back-to-backs in the nba that the impact on your body's worse than it is in the nfl that's crazy yeah, I mean, obviously, even NFL's you won't a, go that crazy. NFL's right? Obviously, a, a tough, much, a much more physical much, sport. There's not, it's not even a debate there. Um, you know, I, I, I'll stand firm to. I mean, the evidence is on LeBron's side, and whether people want to buy that or not, I mean, he's going to have a longer career. He's already played more.
more minutes. He's already played more games. I don't know what else. I mean, at that point, dude, sustainability matters when it comes to availability. Uh, matters. Right. It matters when it comes to an athletic career. And LeBron is obviously going to be able to surpass Jordan in that as this this will be the year that he does it. So I, I don't know. I feel like just a lot of the evidence mounts on his side. And while we're here sitting here screaming about it and screaming about the Cavs, we're gonna get into and that nine suck. o'clock. Okay, all right. We're gonna get into that nine o'clock. LeBron James is doing something awesome for Akron. We will talk about it at nine o'clock. I want you to understand, I'm on your side on oh, this. Damn. Okay, yes. I, I get you. No, I want I want the audience to understand. I am the guy who already thinks LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. And as a matter of fact, when we tell you what he's doing at nine o'clock, he's a much better human than Michael Jordan. It's not even close. And we'll tell you what that is, 9 o'clock. But my thing is, he's already better than Jordan. But some of the, he's got to understand that when you sit games in big matchups on Saturday night for TNT and, you know, your big TV partners, people aren't going to sit quietly while that happens. They're going to vent their frustration with you. Especially, dude, when you're talking about people that bring home 30 and spend it hundreds of dollars to go see you play, dude, when you got a billion dollar deal from Nike. Now, that's not fair. But what do I always say? Fair does not enter the adult world. World. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. The Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069 online for EWRQK.com. Gonna get you hooked up with a thousand dollars shortly after nine o'clock. As a matter of fact, it'd be around right around nine ten is when we'll do that with Rock 1069's double payday workday. We'll give you a thousand bucks. I got a couple of pieces of listener mail here. Holly uh, uh, wrote in, and, and apparently she's been married to her husband 11 years. Mm-hmm. He's a huge fan of the program. Nice. And uh, apparently he went to Twinsburg High School as well. Yeah. As uh, so did Fantone and myself. Both went to Twinsburg there. Separated by 10 years there. And so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so she was asking her children mm-hmm. what she should get her husband for his birthday and the kids being really young seven six and four right. said let's get him tickets to see stansberry because yeah. he likes because he likes the show yeah. and you know she tried to explain to the kids look that's not really something that happens but she reached out and said you know do you maybe have some product or something that you guys sell or whatever and so i found a couple of pint glasses and a couple of stickers left over uh you know from some of the celebrations or whatever so i put those aside so holly happy birthday to your husband there um, I believe it's actually next week, but your things are waiting for you up at the front desk. Worst you're selling to ticket ever, dude. Hey, we're going to go see the Stansberry show. You got to pay to be in there. If no, you tell him I'm going to eat, I bet we sell out. Somebody's coming. I bet we sell out. Watch him go to the buffet. We sell that out. Uh, you mentioned that you and I from the same hometown. Apparently, this gentleman is, yep. is as well. Uh, Stansberry and I did not know each other going into this show. But, not at all. You know, we from the Live same two hometown. two miles apart. Right. A decade apart from each other. Never right. really had, you know. Found out yesterday on the program that uh, we kind of shared a tragedy in the sense that a buddy of mine from high school's dad was pulling out of the driveway. He hit a kid on a bike Mm -hmm. and killed that that kid, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, and it turns out that kid was a friend of yours. Yeah, dude, in the fifth grade, and I'm telling you, like, not just like a friend, like, oh, it's one of my buddies from school, like, that was a sleepover buddy. That was a kid that I saw on a regular basis. I knew his parents, he knew my parents, and dude, I, I guess it's not that much of a small world because we're from the same hometown, but like yesterday, man, my mom was like, I heard you guys talking about that. She was like, my mind was blown. And it's like, well, I, I guess when you're in the same hometown, there's only, you know, 50,000 people there. Only but, so many tragedies like that are right, going to happen. Right, yeah. right. But yeah, yeah, Fantone and Stan had a little uh, little connection before they even knew about it. Officer Lamar Sharp wants to know what he gets for his birthday. Anything you want? Yeah, dude, you come on up here, man. As long as you give me that get out of jail free card, Bro, dude. Yeah, dude, get whatever you want. You got the gun card. and the badge. You literally can do anything you want. 
Yeah, dude, we're not going to tell you no. And you're like 6'7", bro. Right, like, right. Anything right. you want. 300 pounds of muscle. Yeah, dude, come up here. If you what? turn to me at lunch and say you're paying, guess what I don't say? No. <laughs> what is, is Linda, the front desk lady, going to keep you out of the prize closet? Lamar, get your ass up there. Literally have no line of defense <laughs> against you, dude. None. Not one. Can't afford a lawyer. You're three times my size. And you got weaponry. You win. I, uh, Triple sevens, Lamar. I, I, I know Officer Lamar Sharp and the Be a Better Me Foundation. I can't remember where it is. I probably should have this information before I start talking about it, but I know they have a fundraiser coming up. Why and- is that going to be our system three years <laughs> in? Yeah, get the info before you start talking about it. Never. Um, I will find that information out and by the end of the show. I'm well, sure. Well, that's what he gets for his birthday then. <laughs> you know what I mean? We right further there. your damn cause is what we'll do. So I also took this as a listener wrote in and asked me this. As it's, you know, the weather's starting to warm up. He says, short season's right around the corner. You guys have gotten to this a few times. Yeah. He said, he's like, so I'm just trying to clarify. Yeah. Jorts and cargos are no longer good. Apparently, no. Now, jorts have never been good. Okay, don't, yeah, the jorts, you know, the last time I remember jorts being cool, there was like cartoon characters airbrushed on the front of them. That was never cool. Don't do that. Okay. But I will admit that I am now cargo short free. I was holding on to one green pair and I wouldn't let them go. I would not let them go. And then it just became like a topic of conversation so many times on the show that I was just like last like two weeks or whatever, I've been spring cleaning the apartment. And so I started going through like my laundry and stuff. I was like, okay, let's donate some of this stuff to the Goodwill or right. those Planet Aid boxes. Right. Let somebody get clothing that needs it. I don't ever wear this stuff anymore. And I came across the green jo- uh, cargos. Yeah. And I let him go. I had I to. You, I thought you said you were going to hold on to those forever. I thought. No matter what nah. some bitch told you, I thought was the direct quote, I'm holding on to those forever. So I went shopping, <laughs> and I bought a bunch of golf shorts. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I bought some Greg Norman golf shorts, bought like yeah. six pairs or whatever. Stan's very wearing them yesterday, looking real yeah. fancy. Look at sharp. Looking real fancy. Look at sharp. And I had them, and they're fantastic, and I love them, and I realized there's no cargoes on these. And so, like, you know, I was like, I'll start wearing these because, they're A, they're shorts, and I can go straight to the golf course with them. Don't have to go home to change, which would be awesome. And so I'll just move forward, and I was like, eh, throw the cargoes away there. There's there's this weird place when it comes to shorts that, you know, there's no good casual option is what a lot of people feel because, like, you've either got dressy shorts that you're wearing out there on the golf course, and it's like, well, dude, sometimes I don't necessarily want to be wearing... Those are light fabric, though. They're they're really... I mean, they're so comfortable. Greg Norman makes great stuff. And maybe not necessarily meeting the fashion styles that you want to be... I mean, the Taiwanese key that makes things for (laughs) Greg Norman makes great stuff. When uh, you've got, like, you want to go to a concert or you want to go to, you know, somewhere outside and you don't necessarily want to wear something that formal. I can understand why dudes feel like, dude, I don't know what to do because if jean shorts are wrong and cargo shorts are wrong and I don't want to wear dress shorts necessarily. And here's what I'm going to tell you, dude, is I've gotten older and I've become more and more of a John Cena fan. I think I'm going to try to be bring back jorts. I think jorts could make a, a, a fashion return and, and I think John Cena is going to be credited for that. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, 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 I'm team jorts now. You want to go out of your way to make yourself less cool? I'm all for it. I'm all for it. No jorts, no cargo. John Cena style. Do it. Do it. Propose to your girlfriend in it. It's going to go great. <laughs> I bet after that, she's my girlfriend. Cena style, baby. Lamar says we all three need to get matching cargos and go to Cedar Point. 
yeah, we do. We can airbrush shirt our faces on each other. That's oh, going to be great, dude. Yeah, Lamar, that's what we need to do. Let's parade ourselves around town as an interracial gay couple. I'm sure nobody screams anything awful at us while we wait to get on the Millennium Force. Hands in each other's back pockets, just standing there. In I'd line. have to get a step stool to get up that goddamn high. That guy's huge. All right, LeBron James is actually doing something pretty awesome for the community, as he's been known to do. He just continues to do it and do it over and over again. We'll tell you what he's up to next on Rock 106.9. Spirit Show on Rock 106.9. We're online, WRQK.com. We're also just mere minutes away now from getting you hooked up with $1,000 with Rock 1069's Double Payday Workday. This is our last opportunity as a program. Now, here's the thing. We do this every single weekday, Mm -hmm. and it happens all day on the radio station from 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night. So Fishhead's got plenty of opportunities for you. Kramer's got opportunities for you. And then Nikki Six as well. Yeah, he'll be here. Co-worker of ours, Nikki Six. You just love pointing out that Nikki Six has never <laughs> stepped foot ever into the Rock 1069 studio. Dude, I came well, I come up here at night sometimes. I'm looking for Nikki. I'm like, hey, dude, well, you went to the bathroom. Eh, nah, he's out of the coffee machine. And you know, I'm just looking for an autograph I mean, or something. Dude, John Tesh ain't doing his, his show off of Market Avenue either. I want to meet Paul Harvey. Is Paul Harvey in the building? Dude, I'm all pumped. My buddy just texted me. Yeah. And he got us the tea time for Friday. Yeah. Going into the holiday weekend there. There you go. 12-15 at Sanctuary. Looking forward to that. Haven't played there yet this season. Very looking forward to that. Golf courses have to be bumping right now, right? You finally got that weather breaking, dude. Doctors blowing out early. So was, Lawyers blowing out early. Stansberry out there. <laughs> blowing out at the regular time every day. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't play yesterday. There was a little too much rain. Right. But I played the day before. And right. yeah, I mean, dude, the, the courses were swamped. Every course I drove by was right. like, oh my God, look how packed you are. Right. And it's kind of funny because most of the time during the week, like when I'm playing at like one o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. you'll be putting on a green and you look out of the street as the car's going by and you can see dudes' faces in the windows oh, yeah. just furious oh, yeah. at you. Like, how dare you get to do that? But well, I, you know, obviously, you know, there's not very many morning show hosts in the, on the face of the planet. There's, <laughs> there, there's even less this good. There's Stansberry and like seven other dudes. So most guys aren't going to wrap their head around like, oh, that guy's already been to work today it and looks, has to go home and work again in looks, the same day. It looks like, like I listen said, listen to me, make it sound hard. It looks like, like I said, like you're a doctor or a lawyer, maybe the president who's just blowing off responsibility, like and getting the out there, might just persuade <laughs> just, you away just, from doctor, just getting out there and and, and unemployed and is what this body scrapes and playing golf so i can understand why guys are looking at you cussing you out that son of a bitch happens all the time yeah happens all the time (laughs) i understand it it all the time so i'm looking forward to that haven't played sanctuary in a little while very excited about that well there you go very excited go so lebron james he's been all the rage lately everybody's yelling at him for resting emphasis on rage like oh my god lebron yeah people are just you know and look the talking heads don't have much to do Mm-hmm. And LeBron's a story, no mm-hmm. matter what it is he does, you know, like, like Eminem said, no matter what he does, bitch, it's news. And that's the way it is for LeBron James. But he did make some positive news the other day, and he's been known to do this. And again, I will say that when you stack the men up versus, let's leave the athletics out of it. When you stack the men up, LeBron v. Jordan, I think LeBron surpasses them in a pretty significant fashion here. Because... <laughs> Some will make the argument that LeBron lives in a very uh, social media-driven age, and that's why he's so giving, is because he wants people to praise him for it. I'm going to choose to believe that that's probably not true, and that think that, that this may be who he was no matter what. 
And, you know, a lot of people make the argument that, you know, Michael could just kind of like stuck his hands in Nike's pockets and robbed all the money and didn't give it away and all this stuff because, you know, he didn't have to back in the day. And if he played now, maybe he would. I don't know. There's no way to figure that part out, except for the fact that Michael Jordan's got a ton of money and he doesn't do a lot of it right now. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know he gave a million dollars last year or whatever. Somebody's going to tweet at me. But it was like once after he'd been called out by like every TV show in the world. Right. But LeBron James constantly, constantly doubles down on Akron, Ohio. Not even Cleveland where he plays. Akron where he's from. All right? And that's understandable. And at the end of the day, now obviously... No, I'm praising him for that, not knocking Right, him. but I mean, you know, there, there's, there's going to be that, that level of like... And at the end of the day, dude, whether you're Cleveland... Akron or Canton. I mean, it's Northeast Ohio and like a rise of that tide kind of lifts all ships. I, I understand, boy, like, you know, Cleveland City Schools are probably like, dude, LeBron, give us some of that love over here. But like, you have to feel good for the region as a whole. Like, it's this, this isn't, you know, Canton obviously will have that where it's like, screw you, Akron, we're better than you. But like, this isn't that situation. Oh, a little for me. sibling rivalry's okay. Right. But like, ultimately, yes, we're all in it together Correct. as far as like a social issue goes. Yeah. Little sibling rivalry is totally okay. Yeah, But LeBron James's foundation, family foundation, has announced that he is going to open a promise school in Akron. We actually have a little piece of audio from LeBron at the announcement. Let's run that for you. And as a a kid myself growing up in this city, I was very lucky. And the reason I say I was very lucky, even though I was underprivileged, I was very lucky because I had some mentors, I had a mother, I had some friends that I ended up finding. And we all kind of had the same thing in mind. They just would not let me go off course. And the, the other side to that is a lot of the kids that I see today in this community and all over the world are not lucky enough to have the same mentors and have the same people around that can help those dreams or help their dreams become reality. So for us to be able to, to do something like this today and bring this today to these kids that gives these kids the infrastructure that gives them the, the mentors and the leaders and the people that's going to be around them every single day on a day-to-day basis that can make their dreams become reality. That's what means more to me than anything. And, um, this is definitely all for the kids, but it's also for the adults as well. It's for the adults to continue to let us know um, as their role models, as their leaders, that it's our job to put forth the effort to help these kids understand that they do have a purpose in life individually and collectively as a, as a group. So um, this is an unbelievable day for myself, like I said, for myself, for my, for my foundation, for my family, uh, beautiful mother sitting right down there. And um, we just want to say thank you. The city has done so much for us. And uh, I guess at this point, this is the least we can do is to continue to give back and, and lay the grounds and lay the blueprint for the kids and uh, for the generations that will come after us. So thank you. That's a cool thing LeBron James is doing. I mean, I know sometimes these celebrities, sometimes these people with all this money, they give away a little bit of money, and then people kind of knock them. It's like, yeah, dude, but compared to what you make, is it right? But LeBron's constantly doing this. Yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously a, a vein of self-serving when it comes to charity, and I think that's true in any capacity. Of course, LeBron recognizes, understands the fact that, hey, uh, the more good I do, the more good that I'm going to be viewed, the better I'm going to be viewed. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, yes, and, 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 and anybody who, who is involved in any sort of charitable, uh, 
you know, I, you know. I mean, we're we're uh, honest every year about long haul against hunger. Look, there's a benefit that comes to the right. both the show and good. the radio station we through that. Good. There's a benefit that comes with that it, for it, sure. It's so it's much. Not why you do it, but it, it just it just happens. You guys will cut us a break when we when we make an inappropriate joke or when we say something that we shouldn't have said or yeah, we're they stupid about people, something. Not the worst. Yeah, hey, they do they do a charity thing. Right. So so to deny that it's 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 stupid. But you can hear you know not only and you can see it in his track record, but when he says there, you know, this is the least we could do, dude. You're opening a school. You're opening. You're sending kids to college. You're you're giving all these bikes away, sure, and yeah. you're opening a school. And you're saying that's the least we can do. Like, dude, obviously this guy's heart is in the right place, and obviously LeBron James is very concerned about his basketball legacy. He's very concerned about where he stands in the greatest of all time conversation. But he is, I, I think, and he, he tweeted this out yesterday as this announcement was kind of made that this is my legacy. This is what I want to be remembered for, and this is the person that you know I truly am. So. It, you know, we've we've said it a million times about his money, about you know his his lack of controversy when it comes to off the court decisions. Of like, dude, if you would have gave this money and this opportunity to any other eighteen year old kid coming out of Akron, Ohio, from a single parent household, the kid would have blown it in a heartbeat. Kid would have blown it in a heartbeat, man. I would have at eighteen, and I had a great support system. I had people that cared about me and loved me. But if you gave me all that money and all that opportunity and all that privilege at eighteen years old, your boy'd be dead. Your I, boy'd be dead. I had a ton of opportunities and stuff that I blew. Now it ended up being okay for me because I ended up finding out what I really wanted to do and and and, and chased it relentlessly. But again, I didn't get it figured out until I was twenty five. I didn't get it figured out because I blew a lot of opportunities that were given to me along the way. You're absolutely right, dude. If you would have given me, because again, people go billion dollars Nike. That's fine. That didn't happen until like what thirteen years into his career right. or whatever the hell it was. But before he laced up a shoe, Sprite gave him a hundred million. million. And then, like, Nike, there was, yeah, Nike, Nike had already given him, like, yeah, like, like $100 million him. Yeah, at that I mean, point. He, it, the day he graduated high school, the guy was a multimillionaire. Give me that opportunity, and I'm dead. I am. I, I'm, I, at I, 18? I know that. At 18? I, dude, I know that. And, and the fact that he was able to, you know, and, and say what you want to say about the Miami years, and say what you want to say about, well, his decisions, and his whining, and his, his flopping, or whatever you want to say, but you can't say the dude's not a good dude. You can't say the dude hasn't given back and, and, and really, truly been a role model. And, like, that, 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 I mean. Well, I, look at the best players that came up after Jordan. They were all kind of like Jordan, right? They were all worried about themselves, kind of worried about that thing. Let's, let's do all that. I think you might start to see guys who are coming up in the NBA after LeBron go, look at what they do. Look at the, the way he's perceived by doing this. And essentially, at the end of the day, what's it really cost you? Not much. You start a foundation, whatever. You give a little bit of money, but you get some stuff. And I think you might start to see him move more athletes into this direction. Now, I know it's like, it, and I've admitted this is that we are this people. We are this public. When you agree with what an athlete's saying, keep saying it. When you disagree with what they're saying, shut up and play sports. Now, I'll agree to that. Of course, that's that's a point. But this this isn't... Same is true with us. When you agree with what I'm saying, you love it. When you disagree, just play so Godsmack, idiot. Um, this isn't necessarily something that's necessarily something that's divisive, though. I mean, this is no, him. No, no, no. This is if you can't. Get, I agree with that. Yeah. If you can't get behind LeBron opening, using his money, using his foundation to open a school, this isn't him talking about Hillary Clinton. This isn't him talking about you know or Trevor Bauer talking about Trump. This is. Him putting money into the education system of Akron. If you can't get behind that, dude, go after yourself. So here's the deal. He's got a ton of money, and that's how he chose to use it was by opening a school. So right now, we'll give you $1,000. What are you going to do with it? Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Swinging a line drive, base hit down the left field line. It'll head toward the corner. Lindor hits third. He'll try to score. Lindor's coming home. It's a game-winning double. 
Welcome back indeed. Michael Brantley. Good to have that guy back in the lineup, man. Certainly good to have Brantley back, and it was good to see the Indians be able to take a runner uh, off the base and put him across the home plate because the Indians have been hitting dingers. They've been hitting home runs, but they have left just so many dudes out on the base. So last night it was good to get a win in that fashion. White Sox in town again this evening. Yeah. 610, I believe, is uh, first pitch. Which is nice. I like how they start the games earlier. It's only April and May, but still, like for a morning show, dude, it's that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. I'll be able to actually catch some of that and watch it before bedtime. Yeah, they uh, obviously, you know, it's it's partly due to the weather, due to the sunlight. Um, but I didn't it, even think about that, but yeah, obviously. I, I just think, dude, a lot of things would be better served to start earlier. I think most people are like, dude, I can't stay up till 1130 at night watching an effing baseball game. I mean, I'm not saying you started at five, started at four, but like, I don't know. I think most things would be better served that I way. I think you also, if you started them closer to release... When people get off of work, you might yeah. get a lot of that downtown crowd to go to the game. Yeah, get that 530 crowd. Now, maybe I'm wrong. You could also make the argument that a dude in Avon who works out right. there, if you make it that closer, he can't then get home, take a shower, and then rush to the stadium right. in time either. So right. I know there's an argument on both sides. I just read something on Twitter and it has me all excited. Okay, excited, fired up, pissed. No, what do you got here? I'm, no, I'm excited. All right. And honestly, like... I say all the time people should go to see more live because okay. I believe it's good for the soul. I get a little lucky there. I still work at a concert bar. Yeah. So I see a bunch of shows and I, it is, it's good for you. There's a release that comes with it. And I think people should go see more shows. And there's been a show announced that I can't wait for. And that's, <laughs> all right. I know a lot of guys are going to be like queer, but I don't care okay. because Lindsey Buckingham and Christine McVie oh, from Fleetwood Mac okay. <laughs> from Fleetwood Mac have announced they're teaming up for an album and then a tour. And I love Fleetwood Mac. Love it. And so much so when I saw Fleetwood Mac at the Q in 2007, it was awesome. But the one person that wasn't there was Christine McVie. And I like her. I don't know what the difference between okay. all that is. You've got six singers. Three yeah. of them are chicks, right? Well, no. I, I get confused with Fleetwood Mac. Lindsey Buckingham. Chick singer. No, no that's son the of guy. A bitch. Damn it. Christine McVie, obviously okay. the woman singer. Oh, obviously. Dude named Lindsey? Man, who knows? Dude named Christine could never happen. And then Stevie Nicks. Okay. Again, a woman. All right. You know that one, right? Okay, yeah, all right. So a chick named Steve, a dude named Lindsay, and yeah, Christine, and who knew? Yeah, when rumors came out, I'm sure people were like, what the hell is happening here? Right? I get that. But now we all know. Which, but which- I really, I everybody really likes Stevie Nicks, and don't get me wrong, I do too. I love her. But when I really go back through the Fleetwood Mac catalog, it really is a lot of the Christine McVie stuff that, that gets me. You Make Love and Fun was her, and like I just really like her, and she wasn't there. See, there's a the little Stevie Nicks right there. Did they... Did one of these broads get kicked out, or was it always two chick singers? It was always two. Singer? Yeah, it was always two chicks, and they everybody kept Very banging one another. Like there were two couples: Christine McVie, keyboardist, like vocalist, was sleeping with John McVie. They were married, and he was okay. the bassist. And All then right. Lindsay and Stevie were together. And then Mick Fleetwood was just the drummer who ended up sleeping with both the chicks at different yeah. times. At that point, I mean, honestly, why not just get into like, oh, there's five of us. We all like doing Bang. coke. Like, let's let's get it going here, people. I don't yeah. understand why. Why didn't you? There was, I believe, there was plenty of, uh, yeah. I, I, would, I would hope so. If you're already banging everybody, Partner nobody's swapping. wearing condoms, everyone's doing cocaine. Yeah, dude, you guys banging out. Go ahead. But I am a... 
huge Fleetwood Mac fan, and I can't wait for that show. I'll, honestly, I might travel and see maybe two of them. Now, are you going to check out the new Fleetwood Mac music, or no. is it just okay? All right, just no, the that show can go to hell. Good. I'm just going to go to the show. Yeah. What if it's yo? No old hits. It's all the new stuff, baby. No, I probably won't go. Nanny won't be there. Now, does it matter that it's not Fleetwood Mac in its entirety? Yeah, or, because, okay. because, again, Lindsey Buckingham sings enough of the catalog, and so did Christy McVie, where it will, again, be much like when I saw them in 07, where it's like there's so many hits, hit after hit after hit. And so, yeah, it'll be noticeable you don't hear the Stevie hits. It will be noticeable because, again, she sang a huge part of that catalog, too. But, dude, I just love Christine McVie, always have. I just, dude, I just, I love her. And so I, I'm, I'm so psyched for that. <laughs> the Fleetwood Mac Minute here on Rock 1069. They call it the Rock Mother for a reason. <laughs> Damn right. Disturb sucks. Up with the Mac. Give me the Mac. The Big Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Give me the Macs. I want them all, man. Need them all. Speaking of the food. Uh, apparently, I'm going to have to overeat today. Okay. What's yeah, going no, on? I'm going to have to gorge. Tell me tell yeah. me what the story is. Nah, going to have to be a fat ass today because apparently, no, America doesn't stop with the, it's this day. But apparently, it's national to you people in your national <laughs> okay, days. National. Like, you idiots need to be stopped. It is national, god damn it, it's national <laughs> grilled cheese day. Ah. Are you kidding me with this? The grilled cheese gets its own day. It's pretty good, right? Here we go. Watch them try to sell me. Good, and dude, we've said this before. They're all just made up holidays. Every single one of them. We can pretend like, oh yeah, no, it's this reason we're doing it. No, it's not. The only reason you have the holiday is so you can waste money. You can buy something stupid, and you can have a big meal. So why not grilled cheese? Just an excuse to buy a glazed ham. Why not celebrate the grilled cheese, man? Why not? I uh, I well, I will tell you, I do like the grilled cheese. Okay, I'm a fan of it. All right, I'm trying uh, to think of like who. I mean, obviously, melt is like the big. One, yeah, right. And but the thing with Mountain, I took my parents there like two weeks ago. It's like, dude, you're getting pretty liberal with the word grilled cheese when you've got pierogies and sauerkraut and and and, and bacon. And it's like, dude, is that still a grilled cheese? It's delicious. I'm not denying that. But like, okay, I will tell you, before Melt became a thing, when I ordered a grilled cheese from a restaurant, I always ordered it with grill. Can I get a grilled cheese with tomato and bacon? Like that's how I ordered it because it's delicious. Yeah, but that's I feel like that's a bacon sandwich at that point. What what makes it a bacon sandwich? Because there's bacon on it. Grilled cheese is cheese that has been grilled with two pieces of bread. And once you start adding other ingredients, you're not there's, it's not a grilled cheese. There's bacon on a double cheeseburger too, but we don't call that a bacon sandwich. No, but you have you have bacon. Although and two they are called baconators at certain right. restaurants. Well, and you have bacon, you have a list of what's on that sandwich. You have bacon and two burgers. Two burgers with cheese on there. So there's no confusion. If you have a if you're if I'd like a grilled cheese with this, that, and the third, it's like, dude, that's not a grilled cheese anymore. You've got a this, that, and the third sandwich. Ooh, is this Smoke the Burger joint that's doing this? Apparently, they're doing all of their, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Smoke the Burger joint's got some decent uh, grilled cheese sandwich options. Smoke the Burger joint, delicious, absolutely, yeah, two thumbs up recommendation over here, but as long as it's two pieces of bread with cheese in the middle, you put put 10 types of cheese in there, I don't care what you do with that, but anything else other than that, you're just getting into sandwich territory. You're pretty restrictive on sandwiches and what they're allowed to be called. I don't get it. You got to fit the labels. You know what I'm saying? These sandwiches, they just want to self-identify as a grilled cheese. You're not a grilled cheese. Get your ass in the the sandwich bathroom. I don't care what Target tells you. Dude, I missed it the first time. Thank you for going all the way to the bathroom. (laughs) I I, I missed it on the identify as as a sandwich. I, I I missed out on that. That was dude. Well done. Thank you, buddy. Well Thank done. You. I'm doing what I can over here. 
How bad out of you? one, I can. You know, we were talking shorts earlier on the program, too, yeah. as the weather's starting to get better. And somebody uh, wrote this in and did not know. They was like, dude, what are jorts? What are jorts? And I said, bro, jorts are jean shorts. How did you not know that? I didn't realize people would not know that. Because he's a jort wearer. <laughs> I guarantee you, jorts, man, what are you talking about, man? I hope I'm not wearing those right now. And uh, also this. I'm being told that John Cena's music that you're hearing right now. Yeah, the theme song of jorts. Is just a ripoff of the theme for The Price is Right. Try unhearing that. Is that true? Um, I don't remember The Price is Right theme well enough. I, I, dude, I watch The Price is Right on a pretty regular basis. I'm not going to lie. That's my dream like job in the world is to be the host of The Price is Right. Uh, hold on. Let me pull this off. Yeah, dude, let's listen to see John Cena for a second. Yeah, see if you can grab me that. Let we'll me, listen to dude, Just crank out Cena rapping. A little hustle, loyalty, respect there. Um... Dude, I hear there's some problems with the WWE too, isn't there? There's like a bullying thing going on with one of the commentators, Ronaldo. Yeah, his name, yeah. Whatever. He, um, uh, an MMA guy who 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 got his start there and came over to the WWE. Um, he just kind of disappeared off the off the off the radar for a little bit. And I guess one of the other commentators, who was a former professional wrestler, JBL, um, was just being a dick to him. <laughs> like, wouldn't stop bullying him, wouldn't stop picking on him. And like, I get it, dude. You're in professional wrestling, and I'm sure there's they call it ribbing in the industry there. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of like male, like uh, you know, yeah, no, I'm the man, no, I'm the man. Tell and, and, you know, yeah. Yeah, but I guess there's a line where it's like, dude, you got to stop harassing your coworkers. I suppose. Yeah, let's listen to Cena for a second. So we have the other theme song, there. correct? From The Price Is Right. I don't hear it. That's Price Is Right. Am I an idiot? Nah, nah. I sound, if anything, it sounds like like something you'd hear at El Campesinos when they get this part going here. The horns are bumping. Yeah, I, I don't hear that. It's a little mariachi to me. I don't necessarily hear the connection. Dude, mariachi, I'm just, build I'm the just, wall. I'm just so build happy it. that we're playing John Cena music right now. Dude, what else? What else can go right in my day? His time is now. You can't see him. His time is now. I wish I couldn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll close out the Stay Asbury Show next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock 106.9. Your next opportunity to win yourself a thousand bucks with Rock 106.9's double payday workday happens at 1010 with Fishhead. He'll have an opportunity for you every hour during his program. Kramer will have an opportunity every hour of his program. Even Nikki Six will give you a couple of shots at it. As we do it every weekday from six o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock at night, thousand dollars up for grabs every single hour. It's pretty awesome. Good stuff. National Grilled Cheese Day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. No, nah, dude, I'm just trying to get ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gonna crack the knuckles, try to figure out what to do there, where to go, where okay. to get it. Because, dude, I like the grilled cheese. Kind of want to get It's delicious, dude. There's no question. You got big plans for the day? Uh, no, nothing, uh, nothing too considerable. Uh, heading over to Stark County Hunger Task Force at some point in the afternoon. And, uh, dude, maybe smashing out a grilled cheese sandwich. What do you got going on? Don't steal... Here's no. what I'll tell you. Don't steal no, food from, from like the people. charity no. thing. No, like I did it once and people got really angry yes, about you it. Did, and, and rightfully so. That ended up working out. We yeah. ended up getting half of a yeah. semi truck full of macaroni and cheese though. Yeah. Well, well I mean, maybe we can pull our cards and play our cards right. And uh dude just have half of a semi truck full of grilled cheese sandwiches. Stan's in the background just going ham. Stealing ribs next year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now.
I'll piece part that whole barbecue dinner together. Are you uh, you heading out to the course today, buddy? I'm gonna try not to. Why? No, uh, you Why? know, Why? Uh, well, you know, I mean, I just like you gotta get you know some of the yeah, you gotta get it under control. Okay, all right, you know I understand mean? that. I'm trying to be responsible with my time. I'm sure there's people who look at you and say, Sansbury, maybe you could do your job better if you weren't out on the golf course all the time. This is a pretty serious job that you have, and and and, and you know, considering how much you criticize the last person in your position for golfing too much, I can understand why you got to pull pull it back a little bit. I did do that. Well, <laughs> maybe I'm maybe I'm confusing the people here. Maybe I got things wrong. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember doing that. No, did, did I do that? <laughs> no, no. But others have. Maybe yeah. I'm, no, I they're, they're yeah. confused there. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Confused. What are you gonna do? So no, honestly, I, I don't think I will. I um, I, I have uh, I have some home things that need to be taken care of. Uh, you know, okay. I've been I've so organization has been like a thing I've been focusing on in my life a lot okay. recently. All right. Um, you know, I, I talked about how I you know cleaned out the closet and took a bunch of the clothes and donated them to Goodwill, did that right. whole thing or whatever, right. trying to streamline all that stuff. Right. And so yeah, I'm just trying to get my home life a little bit more organized. I'm very guilty of coming home, setting something down. I live alone. Yeah, three days goes by before you put it away, and next thing you know, it's like you can clean the house. I, I do this all the time. I'll like up and down clean it, and then like three days later, I'm like, what the hell happened? Well, in here? Yeah, you do it on you do it on the weekend, Saturday or Sunday, and you're like, dude, everything will be fine. Starting the week clean out the house, strong. Clean the house on Sunday, dude. It's gonna be fine. Tuesday rolls around, and it's like, like, well, and the thing with living by yourself is is it's one of two ways. It's amazing that like, well, damn, dude, it's clean as hell in here because nobody's been home, nobody right. else has made a mess. But it's also very easy to be like, damn, dude, it is dirty as hell in here because nobody's telling you to clean your crap up. Yeah, that can happen. It happens. It like, happens. I'll have this thing that happens where it's like, I loaded the dishwasher yesterday. It's like, yeah, but you used dishes today. Yeah, but, but you were still eating. <laughs> but you ate some stuff today, so you probably got to get did. on that. So, like, uh, you know, it's it's right at that. I, my house is in what I like to call 25-minute clean. Where if I do, where if I put in the twenty five minutes today, it won't be two hours on Friday of me having wow. to do it all weekend. That kind of should be the goal at all times. Of course, there's going to be points where you have to put the deep clean in and kind of put some hours in. But yeah, that's always like, well, dude, if I scramble right now, at least it'll be presentable. At least it'll be like, all right, Stansberg doesn't live in squalor. You know what happened? What happened? I'll tell you what happened. What happened is my mom showed up into town. Yeah. completely surprised me, and right. she caught me in between cleaning cycles, and I had realized like, oh God. Like, I need to change this system as to where this won't happen again. Stansberry needs to sync his cycle with his mother. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure my mom's dried bang, out. Bang, bang. <laughs> right there, baby. You set it up, I'll knock it down. She's 70. I'm pretty sure my mom is no longer having the cycles. Uh, oh, my God, dude. If you would have told me when I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning... That my mom's vaginal region <laughs> would be the topic of discussion when we was closing out the program. Put a bow on the whole thing. You know, we had a good day. Let's wrap it up. Get out of here feeling good. Stansberry's mom's cycle. <laughs> Sue's in the corner doing Kegels to end the program, to be honest with you. I may have just gone back to bed and given up. Let's end it. <laughs> what are we doing right now? Hey, Fishhead, come and say stuff. Get the bubbles going. We got, uh, Fishhead will get you hooked up with $1,000, 10 on Rock One to Six nine aside from that we are done for this day and maybe a few others we'll be back at it live tomorrow morning 6 a.m on rock 1069 you guys have a great afternoon